Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Kerry Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-course, and then mm-hmm. a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Friday. You had a good birthday yesterday. I did have a good birthday yesterday. I had an amazing birthday yesterday. My wife took me to dinner last night. Me and my wife and uh, my oldest daughter, because my oldest daughter's a cancer as well. Her born day is a couple days before mine. Mm-hmm. But did so, you get that candle blown out, though? Hey, birthday, well, that's what I was going to say. That's not. what I was going to say. I you know, not. last night after mm-hmm. you went to dinner, you and Trav rolling up here in this morning. So you had mm-hmm. an amazing mm-hmm. night last night. Trav is here. He's our guest host this morning. That's right. What's up, baby? I'm in the building. Shut up. If you don't know who Trav is, <laughs> Trav is a long-time uh, listener a long-time to Breakfast time Club. listener. We would call him what... We, that's what we call a P1 listener. Correct. Mm-hmm. Here in the radio world. He's been calling the Breakfast Club since... I think even before we were nationally syndicated. That's right. That is um, facts. Charlemagne's original husband. Y- yep. Nah, I mean, the original, but not anymore. Listen, first of all, neither one of y'all gonna be disrespecting my wife in here. <laughs> all right, leave me alone. I know I'm attractive. I know I'm handsome, but stop objectifying me, please. But yes, I'm in the building, man. Um, 
I Does your I job know you here? I wish. Yes, my job knows I'm here. I you had to sure? take off. Now, I mean, that's how I introduced me. The legendary songwriter, booty connoisseur. Now, I mean, <laughs> Trey F, aka Twenty Twin Twin, is in the building, baby. Did you say legendary songwriter, booty connoisseur? <laughs> yeah. What is a booty connoisseur? Something like, sound like Fleece Johnson to me. Fleece Johnson, <laughs> Fleece Johnson was a booty connoisseur too. <laughs> Trav, it's not gonna be that kind of morning, Trav. No, it's not, not at all, Trav. Fleece Johnson, the interview, saying he don't know what y'all talking about. He never said any of that. Yeah, I, I got eyes. It is. Yeah, I, I like booty. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Oh, my God. This is what I got to deal with today, man. Yes. All right. Well, this morning, 85 South Show will be joining us, of my course. My guys, Carlos, Carlos Miller, Miller Chico hey. Bean, and DC Young Fly will be joining they us. Have, they got a movie on Netflix. Yes, a, a, a comedy special called uh, Ghetto Legends. If you've ever seen... 85 South Show do their live show, their podcast live, uh, whatever you want to call it, with those three together. It's live on Netflix, and it was number one, one trending in the United States of That's America right. uh, this week, right? So they knocked off Black Mirror. You know what I mean? Three, 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 three brothers from the South, you know, what you go from DC, but they all came together to, to, to super serve the market. Of the South, that's right. And look, number one on Netflix, man. And, and it was a great, spe- it was a great special. I actually watched it. I mm-hmm. just know that anytime I go to a comedy show, don't sit in the front row. Oh, they gonna get you. Oh, they, they gonna, gonna get gun you. you too. They gonna yeah. gun you. They, they get us all morning. And some of y'all got got on 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 Netflix. But that's who, <laughs> that's that's who they are. You know, if you mm-hmm. ever listen to their podcast, the eighty five South Show on the Black Effect iHeart Radio Podcast Network, you know that's what you gonna hear. So they'll be here with us this morning. All right, and then we have Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramswamy. Vivek Ramswamy. He's I know I said that wrong. I'm sure I said that wrong, but. No, I yeah. think you did. I yeah. think you landed it. But yeah. he'll be joining us. Uh, we'll talk to him. He's running for president, of course, on the Republican side. He's polling at five percent. He's actually a uh, third. It's, yeah, it's Trump, DeSantis, and him. That's the guy who uh, got into it with Don, Don Lemon. They had their little kerfuffle. Yeah, on okay. CNN. So he'll be here this morning. So we'll be chopping it up with him. And, and Tesla Figueroa will be joining us for that conversation. That's as well. right. Yeah, and she'll be joining us next for front page news. Now let's. Uh, can we start the show? Shout out to little Duval. Hey, I'm, I'm actually going to be in Jacksonville tonight at Whispers. And then Saturday, he's doing his, I think he called it Duval, Duval Day. Duval Day. That's Duval. right. Duval. Yes, Duval so, Day is a ghetto good time. I'm going to pull up before I get my flight back home. Um, don't lie now. Show. No, I am. Okay. I am. I ain't called Duval yet, but just in case I don't make it. But no, I, I, you, you, you better <laughs> call You just said it on the radio now. Yeah. Don't you just take your little beige ass to Myrtle Lab and think everything's sweet. You better call Duval. <laughs> <laughs> right? Duval got love for me. Matter of fact, let's play. Can we play his little, record? Little Duval got love. Duval got me, I don't know about the too. whole city of Duval. Shout to Duval! Hey. Play my record. I like hey. this record too. Hard. Stop for one second. Stop for one second. Stop for one second. I just want to tell the artists out there. Who's that there? I want to tell the artists out there if you need a hit. You laugh at Duval because he's a comedian, but that brother knows how to write Man, some records. Duval makes amazing music. <laughs> he does how to write some records. Amazing music. I let's heard play this record it. months ago. It's called Squeeze. Fire. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. Let's go. I'm going to see Bob, know what version Charlemagne got. There's no bass. It just sounds like nothing but highs. I got that from, t- I got that from Tidal. Jesus. That's the clean version. We're going to get the better version. Let me text Duval. Let me, you text Duval. Get, let's get a better version. He slid on that a little bit. He slid on it a little bit. Yeah. Don't hate. He slid. No, 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 that's, he no. slid, period. No, he slid. Nah, I just say he definitely Traff. slid that jump. He slid like lube inside your... Never mind. All right. Morning, everybody. We are the <laughs> Breakfast Club. Trav, who is a long-time listener, is our guest host this morning. And let's get into some front-page news. Bro. Uh we got to get serious, because this is serious. Good morning, Tez. Tez. Good morning, DJ Envy. Good morning, Trav. Here. And good morning, Charlemagne the God. Tez. Peace, Tez. Now, let's talk about affirmative action in this case. What the hell is going on? 
Yeah, a lot going on yesterday uh, with the Supreme Court. And I mentioned yesterday before we got out of here for folks to, you know, watch and see what was going to happen. And so the Supreme Court landmark ruling Thursday on ending affirmative action for college admission pitted two black justices, uh, Justice Clarence Thomas and Justice Katanji Brown Jackson against each other. Now, Thomas previously acknowledged that he made it to Yale Law School because of affirmative action, but he has long criticized such policies. So in his argument to end affirmative action, He said, while I am painfully aware of the social and economic ravages which have befallen my race and all who suffer discrimination, I hold out enduring hope that this country will live up to its principles, that all men are created equal and equal citizens and must be treated equally before the law. So in other words, let me translate. He said he got his and pretty much forget everybody else. Mm. Now, in response to justice, in response, uh, Justice Katanji Brown Jackson said Justice Thompson ignites too many straw men to list are fully extinguished. The takeaway is that those who demand that no one think about race refuse to see it, much less solve it. Uh, She says that the race linked disparities that continue to impede achievement of our great nation's full potential. So translating that, she basically says that Thomas, Clarence Thomas, is on some BS. That's the closest translation I can give you. Yeah, basically, the Supreme Court just made it easier for folks to discriminate uh, against against people, especially black people. Right. And Clarence. Yes. And that's crazy, because if you look at Harvard, you look at Yale, only six percent of the students are actually black and affirmative action requires them to take a certain amount of uh, African-American students in their universities. But the problem with that is now if they have three thousand students a year, it could be zero black. They can go zip codes and say, well, we think a probability of, of black students don't uh, live in this area. So we ain't got to take no students from this area, which is wild and crazy. Yeah, but Clarence Thomas is the epitome of climbing up a rope and then soaking that same rope in gas and then setting that rope on fire. But Tess, I have a question. Because right. I you know, I didn't actually go to college. I didn't graduate high school, honestly. But um, what happens next? No. So, so beginning of the day is a great question. Beginning of the day, American colleges and universities have a legal and moral obligation to strictly abide by uh, the Supreme Court's opinions. Uh, now, people can still protest. There was some protest that was happening yesterday and raised their voice. I always encourage that. But unless one of the justices brings it up again, unless uh, the Supreme Court make up changes, which we know they stay in there until they die, uh, nothing will really change. So now they're trying to figure out, you know, other ways, like what you mentioned, you know, can they do zip code? Can they do uh you know any type of other creative ways on both sides by the way like you said that might somebody might do zip code to work against black people but then there's also ways that they can try to uh include more minorities president biden actually proposed that colleges and universities consider uh adversity like how much a person had to overcome in order to get in college can they use that as a requirement so right now uh they're going to you know just try to look at different ways you know that they can be creative and there's a lot of just as a side note um and and i was going to mention this as well when we talk about standardized testing and there's a lot of racial discrimination even with that along with forcing people to take tests and uh, that type of stuff and we'll you know have that conversation later on but there's a lot a lot to unpack with this but this is unfortunately just what it is. Yeah what I don't understand is why would you get rid of legislation that protects people from you know racism and all forms of white supremacy unless you want those people to be victims of racism and white supremacy because the racism and white supremacy not going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and this is this is the perfect time where we, we talk about HBCUs so much, and this is where HBCUs need so much help with funding, because Damn this is right. where HBCUs are really going to have to put their arm around some of these students and really get the degrees and try to level up when it comes to some of their classes. Like I tell everybody all the time, my daughter goes to NYU, and it's not because she necessarily wanted to go to NYU, it's because she was in the real estate, developmental real estate, and the HBCUs that she was looking at, Howard Hampton, uh, Spelman, didn't have those as a major. 
So at NYU, yeah. they offer that where they teach you everything about real estate from ground up, from releasing, from the actual dirt where she has to build up. And she was interested in doing that, especially because her dad does real estate and she hopefully will be able to take over my companies. But she wanted that program and they didn't have any of those programs at the HBCU. So we just have to make sure we extend those um all those different, you know, whether majors and minors and open it up yeah. more so these students and, can learn a lot more. And, and the funding, you know, I, I made a post yesterday. I want to go even further to say, you know, just we, we got to do more than just wrapping around, arm around. This is a perfect opportunity to, like you said, extend, have programs they can offer and fund these HBCUs and particularly the athletic, uh, the athletes. Yeah. Let's go ahead. If you want to take black folks out of it, let's just go ahead and do it big and snatch our athletes back. I wonder what it would look like if all the black athletes started going to HBCUs and they start losing some of that money. I bet they'll figure it out real quick. So I'm, I'm kind of with the, hey, you don't you don't want black people because again we're not just talking this is not just Yale and, and Harvard right we're talking about ending affirmative action for all colleges and universities mm -hmm. so what happens if we go ahead and snatch back all of our black athletes and go ahead and put them into our programs and fund that one of the stuff that we you know we saw uh with uh coach Deion Sanders talking about how about we fund all of those programs and then see then you know uh if yeah, they'll be and, and I hate saying that, but do you think that black athletes would actually do that no not right I don't now. think so no. either honestly but I'm gonna tell not, you not why. at the current not at the current state go ahead no, uh, I'm gonna tell you why and, and Hopefully, with if Tyler Perry actually purchased BT, I don't know if it's true or not. No, it's not true. We could have some of those games on BET because see the problem with a lot of these athletes, like the NBA draft was a, a couple of weeks ago. These athletes want to be seen, and when you're seen by these mm -hmm. these uh, NBA franchises, that's how you decide your pick, right? So if you pick number one, you might get guaranteed eight million a year. But if you pick number twenty, you only get two million a year. And if you pick number thirty, you might get one million a year. So these athletes are banking for high picks to get money, and a lot. Of a lot of times these HBCUs are not being played on television where a lot of these franchises and these NIL deals happen. So that's what makes it very difficult for these students. And then, to go to no, I mean, that's just one of the things in addition to the programs are not funded, right, Charlemagne? We went back and forth. Remember, we did a long debate on that about the programs are not funded as well. What happened with the guy? What was the last guy that came, uh, the last coach when he, uh, who, who was that guy? Remember, he talked about when he got there, they, you know, there was trash all over his oh, desk. Uh, 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 uh. Brother used to play for the Ravens. Eddie Jones. Ed Reed, Ed Reed, Ed Reed. Yeah. But even like that, like, you know, Master P son, and I know we gotta go. Master P son was like, you know, he got injured and he was like the HBCU didn't have the facility to get him back right. to where he needed to be. But if you look right. at some of these other facilities, they have damn near NBA type of doctors right. there to, to get those players back to where they need to be. Oh, so and, and one more thing, for people saying, you know, this isn't about race. I saw AOC say something that I agree with. Uh, if the Supreme Court has these colorblindness claims, wouldn't they have abolished uh, legacy admissions, right. a.k.a. affirmative action right. for the privilege? Mm -hmm. Because 70 mm -hmm. percent of Harvard's legacy applicants are white and the Supreme Court didn't touch that. Right. Right. All right. Well, for people that don't know, that usually means if your parents go to the, that, that university nine times out of 10, you're going to get accepted. Mm -hmm. Right. Get it off your chest. Thank you, Tez. We'll see you in a couple minutes. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. Travis here. I'm sure we're going to hear from Sean Stone this morning. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's a new day. This is your time to get it off your chest. Wait. Wake up! Whether you're mad or blessed. It's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey. Hey, this is BJ. Hey, BJ. Good morning. <laughs> hey, three things, man, real quick. First, I wanted to shout out my sister Candace for getting a promotion at her job. Candace. Love you, baby. 
Salute to Candace. Yeah, and two is, yeah, y'all got commitment issues or something, man? What it's you the mean? death of Claudia. It's a, it's a wrap. I'm gonna pick Claudia. I just want to say that um, I was I was the very first original co-host, so Daddy's home now. Ain't nobody even mentioned you. You were not one of the multiple choice questions. The, just the, now, those are my daughters <laughs> and my sons. Jason Lee's my son. Jess is my daughter. Damn. And I, oh, I, I, I showed them how to do this. Right, so just, just a bust your ass now. Bring her up here. Tell her come on. Just a bust your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we just haven't we haven't picked anybody. We're giving everybody an opportunity. We love Jess, we love Claudia, but we about to rotate some more people too uh over the next couple of months. That's right. Yeah, some some new some new people. Bring Mona. I love Mona. Hello, who's this? I want Mona too. Mona don't be emailing. Hey man, Leo, man. Hey, Leo. hey I'm mad for someone's home, man. Y'all should have had him up there with Trail, bro. Who? Y'all should have had Toilet Man up there with Trav. Toilet Man? Who's Toilet Man? Oh, should I have Sean Stone with Trav? Toilet Man is crazy. Hey, Trav, don't let him finish the Toilet Man. man. What's going on, brother? I don't, know who, you, that, I don't know who you're talking about, though. You keep saying somebody's name. Who? Who y'all talking about? Oh, toilet Man. You know who it is. It's not man. Toilet Man, man. You talk about Sean Stone. His name, we actually used to call him Porter Potty, Potty Guy. guy yeah. Who? Toilet Man sounds crazy. Porter Potty Guy. That's it. Never heard of that guy. Damn it, man. Well, thank you, Leo. Y'all actually kind of go together, Travis. <laughs> Never heard of that guy. Because if you call him Toilet Man and you the Cheek Man, Cheeks got to be on toilets, right? <laughs> Hello? Cheeks and toilets go together. Cheeks and toilets do go together. Hello, who's this? Mm-mm-mm. Mm. Who this? Hey, peace and blessings. Oh, man. Uh, get the hate out your heart, Sean Stone. <laughs> oh, man. Right, it's no get, hate, bro. Get the hate out your heart, Toilet Man. Good morning, Why Sean Stone. Where you at, Sean? I was looking for you, bro. How you feeling, brother? I'm good, brother, but why, why show them why show in there I'm here? Why did what? You said, why you say you hating? Why you say I'm here? Because I can hear it in your voice. Before you even said hello, you said, mm, mm, mm. It's, just, it's just disappointment. Who is you know this? I mean? I'm kind of disappointed. Why are you disappointed? So tra- Who is this? So the trans gets to get invited to the Breakfast Club. Y'all claim that he's the number one fan. How? When I've been following the radio station, who are you? What you should say, Trav. I mean, uh, Sean Stone. Is I your, you should, you should shoot, salute to Trav and say, "Hey, man, good looking, Trav. Maybe one day I'll get up there too." That's be happy Listen, for that, brother. I've always, I've always got it out of the mud. I mean, I, I I'm happy that he's mud Loose booty, Trav. Who is this? That's Sean. Oh, come on, Trav. Now, Sean, you sound crazy saying loose booty, Trav. I'm going to go around two now. Oh, wow. You done shit. What's up, Why he get so loud? What's up, brother? Can I get my invite, brother? We don't know yet, Trav. RSVP. No. Trav sneaks through the back door. He comes right through the back, so we don't know how he gets up. We don't even know who you are. Who is this? Stop bro. dissing Sean what like that, man. I know who I am, Trav. I don't know who this is, bro. He just talking yeah, about you know. All of a sudden, you all know. You're the same one that was sliding in my DM. Whoa, whoa. Love was cool. <laughs> Love was cool. Why are you mad at me? Are <laughs> you mad at me, Stack? Because I rejected you. I don't, I don't even know who this guy is. He rejected you, Trap. That's where all this animosity coming from. Yeah, that's why you mad. Going on. I'm confused. That's wow. just, it sounded like one of my was upset. Wow. Wow. Jerry, 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 Jerry. 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 If I was gay, Charles, you would be my. Damn! Wow! Damn! He said if you was his seller, you'd be his. That's girl. What you, that's, is that what you dream of? Dream of? Y'all should just bro? kiss already, man. No, I don't dream of you at all, Travis. Not at all. Uh, I, don't dream of I don't know your name, bro. He called you right. Travis. Wow! What's going on here that we don't know about? I don't, man? I don't know Get what's it going off on. your chest. He called you by your full name. He said Travis. Five eight five one zero five one. 
Travis. Trav, our long-term listeners, as our guest host this morning. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Y'all gonna upset that man. The Breakfast Club. Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Uh Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old <laughs> Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. This is your time to get it off your chest. Keep calling. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning, DJ Envy. Solomon the guy. Peace, King. What's up, brother? Get it off your chest. Oh, good morning. Good morning. What, what's that, Trav? Okay. I'll give you, Trav. I wouldn't make so Okay, there we go. Good morning. Good morning. Damn, Trav. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I want to uh, get it off my chest. My sister just got into medical school, you know, to the real age. Hey. I just want to give my sister Rachel love. Congratulations, Congratulations to her. Rachel, man. Salute to her. Absolutely. Congrats, Rachel, girl. Oh, appreciate y'all. Hey, Solomon, happy birthday. Happy belated birthday. Thank you, King. I appreciate that, brother. No, thank God that, uh, the generation where I get to listen to you, man. That's what it is. Man, that's amazing. That, I'm, that's amazing to hear. Don't be flirting with my man, though. Don't be flirting with my man, though. I'm glad to be a part of this generation so y'all can listen to us. Hello, who's this? Yo, it's Marty. What's up? It's Marty Great. What's up, Marty? Marty yeah. What's up, my brother? Long time no hear from, man. I know, I know. Listen, y'all know I love y'all, right? I've been riding with y'all for over a decade. Yes, sir. So I'm mad today because last year I called y'all. I've been fighting the post office over 20 years to get this contract with them. They've been in business for 248 years. They've never had a minority design or manufacture their uniform. I got over 125,000 postal workers. I've done 3.9 million in sales. Last year, I asked y'all about to come on the show so we could discuss this racism that I'm dealing with in the post office, and all three of y'all said no. But y'all got Trav on oh, the show, I, I knew it was hitting here. Yeah. Why would we but, tell you but no? no but, but it's real talk, though. Why would, no disrespect, but Trav, what is, what is Trav bringing to the culture? Why would we I'm tell bringing, you no, Marty? I don't remember. Why would we ever tell you no? That's what I couldn't understand. You and me and Angela all told me no. I couldn't come on the show. That don't sound like us, my brother. I don't remember I'm, that. Marty. I got recorded. Right. I recorded it, Charlamagne. Y'all know I love y'all, man. All right, well, listen, Marty, we're going to make that right when we come back from vacation. Okay, I love you guys, man. Cause I'm going, I'm dealing with something real serious. We talking a hundred million dollar contract, man. Yeah, yeah, there, there you go, Marty. You ain't got to bring me up next time. Next time, just call up and say, "Hey, Marty, my guy, though. Marty, 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 been rocking with us for a long time." Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Alex Taylor calling from uh, the Express. What's up, brother? Get it off your chest. All right, all right, yo. First off, I want to say happy birthday, man. Happy birthday. Yo, I really feel like, you know what I'm saying, we really need to pray, man. You know what I'm saying? We really need to, like, you know what I'm saying, find a way to stick together. You know what I'm saying? Because we always find a way regardless. You know what I'm saying? But, true, true. You know, I just feel like, 
we just we just need to do what we what, what, what was said earlier, man. Try to find a way to like where they realize that they can't do a lot without us. You know what I'm saying? Because our contribution to this country is it's imperative, you know. And if they don't see that, you know, we have to find a way to make them, you know, and and taking away, you know, what we contribute for a while and keep it to ourselves will make them realize that, you know what I'm saying, they need to let us in peace, you know, St. College. You know what I'm saying? They need us to have that just that that, you know, the same, you know, ability. To be able I to, got you. I got you what you're saying. He's saying that you know we need to support more HBCUs and we need more uh, black uh, athletes to go to HBCU. That's what he was trying to say. Okay. I don't know if that's what he was trying to say, but uh, that's a, a, around the gist of what he was trying to say. It, it just sounded like he took a long time to, to get there. He was trying to say we as black people need to have more unity and more group operation. Correct. And we need to let uh, make people understand the power that we collectively have. I agree with you, brother. All right. Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. When we come back, uh, we got to talk Naomi Campbell. We have to congratulate her. And Madonna, uh, she's not doing too well. We'll tell you all about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Naomi Campbell. Rumor has it, rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty patty. I am gossiping. This is the Rumor Report. I mean, I guess we on The Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Right. right. On The Breakfast Club. Now, uh, Trav, who's a longtime listener, is our co-host today. That's right. That's right. Now, let's get right into it. Naomi Campbell, we got to say congratulations. She revealed yesterday that she welcomed baby number two. Woo! I didn't know Naomi Campbell was pregnant. I either. didn't know that either. Oh, was it with a surrogate? Uh, they didn't say. She's 53 years old. It says she's welcomed a baby boy. She revealed on Instagram alongside a, fo- a photo where she holds the infant in her arms, a two-year-old daughter. Uh, she posted yesterday, my little darling. A two-year-old daughter. 53 years old. I'm sorry, two-year-old. Well, she has a two-year-old daughter already. <laughs> what to say? With the newborn. How <laughs> you just have a baby and a baby two years old? Who the baby daddy? No, I said the infant in her baby. arms as a two-year-old daughter reaches over and holds uh, the hand as well. She posted yesterday, my little darling, know that you are cherished beyond measure and surrounded by love from the moment you graced us with your present, a true gift from God, blessed. Welcome, baby bomb, uh, boy. She put hashtag mom of two. It's never too late to become a mother at Candy T-Man Stylist, I don't know, and Rodney Byrne. So maybe it is a surrogate. Well, drop one of the coolest bombs for uh, Naomi Campbell. You know, surrogate or not, whenever uh, a black woman, you know, in this world successfully delivers a baby, we should all... Thank God. Especially yeah. at 53. Especially, especially, yes, especially at 53, but especially because of how high the black maternal death rate is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So do we not know who the baby daddy is? Does it matter, Trav? I just wanted to know. Get your messy, messy ass down. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Now, Madonna seems like she's still not doing good. I uh, mm-hmm. reported yesterday that she had a low-grade fever for a month, uh, and she could no longer take it. She was collapsing and needed serious medical care. This is what TMZ said. Uh, she collapsed and she was rushed to the hospital. Now she's back. They say she's not able to get out of the bed and she's been throwing up uh, constantly. So uh, we don't know what happened. You know, they said that uh, she has to push her world tour back ASAP. So if you have tickets for that, just know that those dates are probably going to get pushed back. Let me tell you something. Um, I told y'all this yesterday. That's why I don't I, can't, I don't make fun of people 
I make jokes when somebody got an illness because all of us wake up in the morning. I don't know about y'all, but I know I pray for good health. Yeah, because I saw everybody I think, clowning her and stuff like a, like a, about a month ago. She has been wilding on the gram. She be looking a little crazy on the gram, but y'all don't know what she going through. Yeah, and what that got to do with her health? That can be any yeah, of us. Health, health issues can affect anybody on, on this planet. There ain't nothing to be uh, playing, at, playing about. Yeah, and especially when you get something like a fever for a month. That's crazy. Like, that's, that's crazy. a long time. It's not like, you know, a fever for a couple of days, a week maybe, but for a month. No, that's wild. That is, that is a lot. Now, and also, you don't know what it is at that age because, you know, you could be menopause. You're just hot. Yeah, I don't Seriously. Know. Just keep oh, that over there. She's 63. Damn. God bless her. And lastly, uh, Travis Scott, you know, with the Astro World tragedy, he will not face criminal charges. Now, the rapper and producer who organized uh, Astro World Festival will not be indicated in connection with the crowd crush that left 10 people dead and injured hundreds at the event. They're saying that uh, Live Nation still has uh, over 100 civil lawsuits, but Travis Scott will not face criminal charges. That does not mean he will not you know, be charged civilly. I mean, that sounds like the right call to me. I'm, I'm be honest, I never blame Travis Scott for that anyway. Me, me neither. Like, how could they hold him criminally responsible for the actions of people, you know, at a concert? And, and if, you, if they did hold him criminally responsible, then I would want to know, you know, what is the the record of artists being held criminally responsible for accidents that happen at their at their concert? Civilly, yes, I understand, but criminally, I don't, I don't see how. I was going to say, don't get me wrong, I definitely saw some disturbing clips of him while things were going on mm-hmm. and like things he were doing um, but you, yeah I, I mean I, I honestly don't even remember the clips but when you have a concert like that and, and people get tramp, you know, stamp, uh, stomp, stampeded and, and trampled and things like sure. that happen what what happens in that case because there's never going to be enough security to be able to handle all those people right even if you look at baseball games basketball games the World Series Super Bowl there's not enough security if everybody just decides to go in one direction the only thing so what, him, what happens at that point people got to be people people got to be humane at, at, at one the only thing you truly rely on in situations like that is human behavior. That you know what I'm saying? You're relying on humans to do the right thing. That and stopping the show because they came to him and asked him to stop the show quite a few times, and he just didn't stop the show. He just kept it going, which kept the momentum going and the stampede and going. So if you stop the show and try to, and I don't know if that's yeah, I don't know trash. if they came to him and told him. No, 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 him to stop they did. The I watched. It. I saw. I saw all the clips. I'm not listening. No, to no, no. Fans, no, no, no. Allegedly, no, no, allegedly. No, no. There was fans out there to saying stop the show, but I'm sure, and you know, in all these performances, somebody might be like, hold up, hold up. Yeah, they show people walk on the stage and say something to him. He kind of like. Wave them off. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, say allegedly. Right, that that all right, I'm gonna say I allegedly saw that, even though I saw it with my own eyes. All right, all right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, when we come back, Teslin Figaro will be joining us for front page news, and then the 85 South Show will be joining us. So don't go anywhere. It's a Friday, and it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we have Trav. He's a, a long-time Breakfast Club listener. He's our guest co-host today. Yo, 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 Trav, yo, 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 yo. Trav. That's and now right. it's time for some front-page news. What's up, Tez? Good morning, Tez. DJ Indy. Good morning, Trav. And good morning, Charlemagne the God. Peace, Tez. Now let's talk about this man that pleaded not guilty after confessing to killing his three sons. What the hell is yeah, that? Yeah, this this is a crazy story. And shout out to our affiliate uh, in Houston, 93.7. Uh, they actually uh, brought my attention uh, to this story. So shout out to them. Uh, in Claremont County, Ohio, Chad Dorman pleaded not guilty to 21 charges against him after confessing to executing his three boys, a seven-year-old Clayton, four-year-old Hunter, and three-year-old Chase with a rifle. Now, in court, prosecutors said Chad Dorman lined his three sons up, ready to shoot them. One of the boys was able to run into a nearby field. But he chased him and dragged the boy back to the property before shooting him. At this time, no motive has been given except his family said that he snapped. Let's take a listen to what the neighbor had to say. 
you felt like he he was just angry, generally speaking. He was every day. There wasn't a day he didn't yell at his wife and kids out there. What would he yell? All kinds of sh He was just angry, yelling at her all the time, treating her like He knew what he was doing. He planned it. It was premeditated. He shouldn't have a bomb. He should never see daylight again, ever in his life. And I think they should ex execute him the same way he did his sons. It's the way he needs to go out. How the hell can he plead? He plead not guilty though. Yeah, after confessing. After confessing, that's what I'm confused about. Yeah, it was very confusing. Um, and I, I tried to, you know, to compare the stories, compare the information because as people don't realize, we only get the information that Associate Press does unless I literally go down there and ask them myself. And I found that very uh, confusing as well. He was, uh, he was charged with 21 counts that included nine counts of aggravated murder, eight counts of kidnapping, and four counts of assault. He was crying in court actually, uh, and that's where they were saying, you know, we're not uh, buying it. We believe that he should, you know, absolutely uh, get the death penalty. So, yeah, I found that really confusing because he did confess to it. And I don't know if they're taking that from um, I know when they after he shot the kids, he was sitting on the porch waiting uh, and, you know, the, the police picked him up. And, and so I don't know if they're saying maybe he said it then. And then in court, he actually pled not guilty, uh, not guilty. So a little bit of confusion on that. I'll continue to keep following it. But, you know, I just I find it just interesting, you know, how he was able to be apprehended, you know, with no with no issue you know I, I i really do have to you know walking up and, and seeing those three uh dead bodies of the police uh seem to approach him uh with a little more calm than we see in in other in similar incidents was he white yes he was okay then and by the now always Why say you surprised, <laughs> <man>? <laughs> i'm just waiting on you to, nice. you to say it am i trying to be nice this morning imagine we don't want the cops to kill them like it's just like if you well i'm being nice because i've been mean enough lately <laughs> so not really being nice but just it is what it is like you're able to just walk up to him and you know he's sitting on the on the uh on the porch they have the video of that actually if That's folks want to go look at it cops and him, you know though. they they pulled him up uh, but I'm like, why? Why did nobody roll up on the scene and, and just shoot first with three babies? You know, right. in the in the yard. Like, those be those be the ones that you need to kill. Those be, no, I don't want to see you need to kill, but those be the ones that cops need to be shooting. Well, you also, you know, the, you don't necessarily want to kill him either, though, because you want to arrest him and you want to see what his mind state is. You want to at least try to get to. They him. don't worry about our mind state, oh, no, though. I, they I, they I, don't worry about our mind I, state. Is shoot and then ask questions later. I'm with you, but if you see five people dead, you want to arrest the person because you want to prevent these kind of things from happening nah, in the future. He, yeah, he sounds like know he what might mean? need to go. Yeah, I thought he might be. A, yeah, yeah, we might gotta get rid of him. He to be Listen, I'm not saying that he should be. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that you know you 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 do want to at least arrest him to see what is going on in his mind psychologically, so you can try to prevent this kind of stuff in the future if you can. Right. I I just want to know how the hell can he plead not guilty? That, that doesn't That's what's insane to me. Like, if there's five dead bodies, then what, if, if, if he pleads not guilty, then what, 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 what's the crime? Right. What are you charging for? Like, what? You, sometimes, sometimes I think you shouldn't be allowed to plead not guilty. I guess, I guess this well, whole thing was nobody saw it. Well, let's move on. It's Friday, so you know what that means. Fried chicken and Hennessy. Tell us all about it. That was wrong. Oh, I was about to say you know, we talk about these types of stories. Like, what if somebody did this? And what if somebody did did you know certain things like this on the job? And this actually came. This actually happened in real time. Uh, Gerard Jones, a black firefighter, uh, has filed a lawsuit against the Central New York Fire Department. Jones is suing Rochester Fire Department after alleging his supervisor told him to attend a party with racist undertones. Jones also said that since he publicly revealed what took place at the party him and his family have been harassed now the details from the lawsuit state that the harassment started after jones and his attorney held a news conference in august 2022 describing the party jones was urged to attend he said that the event featured
featured a sizable cutout of former President Donald Trump and photos of local Democratic politicians' heads situated on stakes. He also alleged that the party had buckets of fried chicken and party favor bags. And party favor, but you're not supposed to laugh. Party favor bags that included Juneteenth themed cups and bottles of Hennessy. Uh, he stayed at the party for approximately 40 minutes and was told by a supervisor that he wasn't allowed to take pictures. He said he went to his bunk hoping that he wasn't called out for a fire because he said his mind wasn't in the right place. Eventually, he took a medical leave of absence for emotional distress. After attending the party, he has not returned to the job. Man, I would have took one. I would have took one of little party party favor bags home. I don't know what he's talking. Yeah, the most the most offensive thing about that party was, the, I guess, the big life size cut out of Donald Trump. I'm trying to see the correlation between Donald <laughs> Trump, <laughs> the fried chicken, and I've been sipping the honey and eating the chicken. Well, they well, they had well, it was Juneteenth, so you know they were basically saying Happy Juneteenth. Here's your Hennessy and fried chicken. You know, a lot of jokes that people, you know, you hear people say stuff like that, but they actually did it in, in real time. So how do we know when people are really trying to celebrate Juneteenth with us and when people are trying to be racist? They wasn't trying to celebrate with, how with, you with, know? with, with <laughs> yeah, a poster yeah, of Donald yeah. Trump, fried yeah. chicken, Hennessy, and all the other Democrats on stakes. They was that that was yeah, it. That, that throws it off. Yeah, that was when you make when you politicize it, that's when it throws yeah, it off. Yeah, they yeah, wasn't yeah. trying to celebrate. They shouldn't have right, had no right, politicians, right. no Democrats, mm-hmm. no Republicans, no cutouts to nobody. That's when that's when it uh that's when you're making a mockery of it. I think I still would have enjoyed that Hennessy and fried chicken. Though. Why wouldn't you? Like, fried <laughs> chicken is a symbol of freedom for black people. But I don't understand with, with situations like that and jobs like that. Why don't you ask the black people in the office, like, hey, we want to celebrate Juneteenth. What would you like? What would you want? What would we put on the menu? How do we know they didn't? <laughs> <laughs> well, this guy, he seemed That's- like he was offended. I think people, once again, people, I, I get offended because maybe of the context that they put it in. But we do have to always remember that fried chicken is a symbol of freedom. Fried chicken is how so many people after, the, uh, after uh, I think it was the Civil War? Maybe after the Emancipation, I don't remember. That's when they started... They started selling fried chicken to financially free right. themselves. Right. Like it was a symbol of freedom. Like we let these no, white I like people tell us that, you know, white Love people of uh, fried chicken was a stereotype because of that movie Birth of a Nation. Mm. Because of how they depicted black politicians in that movie Birth of a Nation. Mm. That's when fried chicken became a stereotype. When they were sitting so in the what, office. So what are you saying? In, bring bring back fried chicken as a as, an, as not being offended? I've never talked about that once, before. Like that yeah, air watermelon. I've never, I've never think, been offended you know? by it. Once you learn the history of it, you realize not to be offended by it. Fried chicken or watermelon. Once you realize how they became negative stereotypes in this country because the white man told told us they were negative stereotypes because he hated how we were financially freeing ourselves by selling these items, you, you wouldn't be offended. And don't get it confused. White folks love fried chicken and watermelon just as much. Who don't love fried chicken <laughs> like, Who don't love fried chicken and watermelon? I mean, I think they should have... for your heart. They you got some, what you got I, I, just, I just think if they were going to go that far, they should have had Branson, which is 50's Liquor, or Ciroc, which is Diddy's Liquor, or Ace of Spade, which <laughs> is Ciroc Jay's Diddy's Liquor. Oh, you're right. I don't think that's... You guys, were, you guys remember this story that we did back in February uh, during Black History Month when the schools uh, offered chicken and waffles and watermelon on the first day of Black History. Remember when we covered that story? This is what that reminded me of. Yeah. And they serve they fir- they serve a chicken and waffles to the kids and watermelon on the first day of Black History Month. I just think, I mean, guys, we know what they're doing with this. I understand right. we want to understand the history and bring the real history no, of watermelon. You but can't, this, no, this you is can't what... do that, Taz. History is history. We cannot let them revise our history. Same way we're not letting them revise our history now in regards to CRT and everything else. Fried chicken and watermelon is a symbol of freedom and deliciousness for black people, despite whatever stereotype the white man put on it. Yeah, I got you. But uh, again, these undertones, that's not what they what they mean by it. So I guess we need to go on a, on a campaign if, and explain, if, I guess, what if y'all fried chicken is. If, 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 if y'all can flip the N-word, which ain't never had positive uh, 
positive positive uh, a stigma around it for black people, then we could we can definitely flip back fried chicken and watermelon. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Thank you, Tez. What you doing for the uh, Fourth of July? Yeah, um, well, I'm actually going to probably stop by Orlando, um, holler at some folks in Orlando, and uh, come on back. Okay. Be safe. Have That's about safe. it. I don't tell all my business. Y'all not just put me on. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, and make sure you subscribe to Tesla Figueroa's podcast. It's Great Shot, No Chaser podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network. And Tez will be back with us uh, next hour when we talk to uh, presidential Republican candidate. What's his name? Did he need to get drafted number one? V- Vivek uh, <laughs> Ramsweet. Victor uh, Ramadiba. <laughs> yes. yes, yes, she will. And also, when we come back Why now. Vivek Ramaswamy. Vivek Ramaswamy. 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 Oh, boy. Ramaswamy. All right. Yep. And when we come back now, 85 South Show will be joining us. DC Young Fly, Carlos Miller, Chico Bean. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. For years. So we just like, okay, thank you. Charge triple. That's what it means. Yeah, most definitely charge triple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's exactly what we got. That's what we're it about means. About to inflate the bag. <laughs> what made y'all want to do that? What made y'all want to put that out as the Netflix special? Because all of y'all are individual comedians. Right. But why that? Because it got the, it showcased a lot of what we do on the 85 South show. Mm-hmm. It was just like a great promo vehicle. It was like to show the, the elements of the show. Right. And... Once we looked at the final cut and we saw it, we like we got the elements of, of the live show. It's just gonna be great promo for all the people who've never seen the show. Right. So now they're gonna go back and pull up the raw, uncut, the real one. <laughs> so we gave them we gave them the version for the world, but now they get to come back and see the real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the way it's the best commercial we could have shot for what we do you know what I mean we've been doing it for so long but we've built up so much content that you know it's kind of hard for people who aren't our core following to even know where to start that is a great place for people to start right. you start there and then it's easy for you to work your way back through because you done fell in love with what we gave to people in regards to the Netflix special so it worked out perfect where was you at when you heard the number one Gico? Uh, I was in the house with my daughter, man, and she told me, and uh, she goofy, so she was like, yeah, daddy, you got some more money to give me. I was like, hey, <laughs> they got some more money to give us. Like, no but yeah, she was the one that, that told me, and then, you know, we, I don't really, you know, consume a lot of media on television, so, you know, like you said, we really didn't truly understand the impact of going number one so quick, because mm-hmm. once we start doing the research and going back and hearing, like, that comedy usually doesn't go number one. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, it doesn't happen on Netflix, so it's a major deal for us to be able to do that. Have you guys outgrown Wildin' Out and, and yes. that whole situation? I said, they got a good relationship no, over there. Man, I have. No, no, they have not. No, don't put my brothers on the spot no, like that. I'm a, I, I disagree. disagree. No, no, that's yeah, not me. I, I, I didn't outdo nothing. Not at all. I had no, time going over there. You got to ask them as individuals. Go ahead, ask them as individuals. Ask me. Carlos, have no, you outgrown Wildin' Out? Ask me. <laughs> they, they good over there. Don't don't put them on the fire. Mm-hmm. They got a way better relationship with them people than I do. <laughs> they ain't never had to deal with them folks. They I fired have. you, Lopez. I don't know. Man, I'm saying, listen, man. Since y'all want to do that, I'm Angie the Yee. Get gone. Who was hating on her? You're white. You're black. Y'all give it ass cake. You just told me white. Yes. I'm not white. Do you hear your separate money? 
It's DJ Envy. DJ Envy, you went to the BET Awards dressed like an MTV award. I was like, dang, this is like this man dressed like the Monopoly shoe at the awards. I say, man, this DJ Envy got on the back of a Capri Sun hosting the red carpet, man. I don't think it's fair that you gonna ask my partner and flare him up like that in the morning. You know what time it is. They be triggering me. Yeah, man, they gaslighting. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. Like, crazy, but man. we talking about the Netflix special. So wilding out. Have no. you figured out why they fired you yet? Like no, no, no see, still, I, still see, under I, investigation. I never, too, I never be too big for wilding out because it's it's a soft spot in my heart. And to be one hundred, it's the only TV show that doesn't put us on TV consecutively. Like yeah. eight years. You dig what I'm saying? <laughs> like eight years. Yeah. I've been featured somewhere else, but hey, you want to hit the bush? <laughs> what about you? No, you no, gonna hit the DJ Envy. I hate that. Talk that, but he know, man. Like we we. That's why, you know, this city is so, and New York is so special because oh, we started here with nothing. Like, nice. you know what I mean? And we got the opportunity too. and the springboard to go from that show. And as much as the bulls and the politics come into play, like, we've been blessed to be able to create a situation where we don't have to deal with those politics. Facts. So, you I know, don't I'm, feel the same way. Do you? <laughs> you don't? No. Well, I mean, I, well, I ain't going to argue with you. Don't. He don't give a f He don't win number one. He like, exactly. that. the cat's out the bag. <laughs> I ain't no more bud. But nah, but at the real, man, we all, that's oh, that's just their relationship. We we all love Wild and Out. You dig what I'm saying? That's the f we do. That's the f we do. Because we were I doing this. <laughs> yes, the f Gotta we let do. him have it, Fly. I know. He went number you one. You now this time. You don't know what I all went through. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to ask nothing about Wild and Out. I'm about it. You did. You brought it up. You brought it up. Okay. Listen, but we don't talk enough about the business of 85 South, man. Facts. What made y'all stop taking videos off YouTube and start your own app? Money. That's real, right? They'll find any reason to flag our content or demonetize our content or hide our content in the algorithm. You know how that works. So it's like, we have a core fan base that has, you know, that really wants to support us and mm -hmm. see us grow. So we had to try to get out of that, out of the matrix of it may go, it may not. So we wanted to make sure that we had our own platform where we could create our own products, our own shows, produce, right? Just throw our ideas out there. And we have enough fans and followers that they allowed us the space to create something and support it financially. Mm -hmm. Whose idea was that? To, to invest back into the company to make sure that was solidified? The Kings. We, no, got, we got a whole staff mm -hmm. of people. Facts. We just have a meeting of the minds and we try to stay ahead of things like this, like with the YouTube and the, and the ad money situation they're going right. through now. So mm -hmm. it's like, we're okay. kind of protected from some of that, but not all of it. Right. That's why I asked you because y'all was ahead of the curve and that's you know people think I be hating on YouTube, which I don't because we use YouTube as well. But everything you just said is why you can't put all your stock in the YouTube, it's free. Right. It, it's free, and then like you it, say, because it's literally their choice. They can say they can nope, say how nope, much it, nope. your your video and your content right. is worth without you putting the value on it. You mm -hmm. dig what I'm saying? Like you said, we love YouTube. We we appreciate it, but you get to grow. I think once you get to a certain point, you got to grow. And all that content was was being free and to the public, and then we're all waiting and trying to figure out how much these folks gonna pay us a month. Mm -hmm. We just like you know what? Let's just create our own app. And not only that, we got the we got the platform to continue to create. Mm -hmm. So now we like, you know what, let's go back and put people on and actually create shows mm -hmm. and now we got our own channel. You know, that's how that's how channels start. Before you know it, channel eighty five gonna be on Roku. Mm hmm DC, I, want, I want to ask you, when you first came up to the Breakfast Club, right? I mean, you wasn't invited. I think you just pulled up on this one time. Yeah, I didn't invite no, no, it. I invited they came you. and you didn't invite me. Charlamagne invited me, man. You know what I mean? 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 You know what I mean
Tito <laughs> got him raises up off envy. He been in a lot of beefs these hey, past few weeks. No, that was yes, your she fault. That's not my fault. But here's the thing, though. Y'all two is the worst. Why y'all so zesty, man? I heard that conversation with Gunplay. You answered the phone. Gunplay. Envy on the phone. And then you came on the phone. He's like, well, you know I smack you. Well, we just going to be fighting then. I'm like, what y'all got going on, bro? I ain't never. Envy on the phone. He said, I'll smack you. Well, we just going to be fighting then. I'm like, all right. Okay. Then you come up here to ask Kate. Y'all too, man. Y'all is. No, man. What did he say, bro? We just gonna be fighting. Envy. I'm like, oh, that's a way to respond. Fighting, that's a way to respond, Envy. Y'all know, Envy gonna end up whooping the shit out of somebody. I hate y'all. I hate y'all. Y'all, y'all on tour now. The three headed, the monster tour, right? Three headed. Yeah, like I said, they done with now. Yeah, we, yeah, we back on tour, bro. We uh, gotta go make sure these people see that it's real, man. So Thanks. we were already doing the three headed monster tour. And you know the the Netflix special dropped right in between there, so now we're just gonna go sell out some more days. What's yeah. the difference between the three headed monster tour and the ghetto legends tour? We the ghetto legends and same we, name, we and same late. people, yeah, different names. Same people. Right. We can't. We're not about to do like these rappers and just keep naming our tour the same over and over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. That's so not creative. Oh, I thought y'all was doing something different, like coming out, like maybe as individuals. Doing your stand-up stuff. We already did that. We, we did, did that, that already. Okay. We yeah, did that we when did we were trying that. to formulate the, 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 the foundation of how we was going to rock. And then it was like, you know what? Let's make it different because we do that already. Yeah. Like, yeah. we do the stand-up mm -hmm. part already. If we focus on how do we perfect us being on stage together, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because that's the main thing that they want to come see. So let's come out mm -hmm. there and just start like that because that is the show. All right, we got more with DC Young Fly, Carlos Miller, and Chico Bean, the 85 South Show. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there... Time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. 
Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with DC Young Fly, Chico Bean, and of course, Carlos Miller, 85 South Show. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all working so much, I was going to say, y'all on the road, we all fathers mm-hmm. appear. How do y'all make sure y'all still have time for the kids? Like I see you doing videos with your daughter, yeah, your the daughter way. bossing you around. All the way. So how do you still get that time in? I mean, for me, it's just what you said, you know, making sure I'm central to where she is. So whenever I do come home, I'm easily accessible and whatever it is she's into whatever she wants to do i make sure that that's my main priority i don't you know go home after being gone for a long time and try to figure out what i want to do with her i figure out what she wants to do with me and i just apply that you know and it makes it easy because she understands she's grown with me throughout this process i wasn't famous when she was little i was trying to get there so she understands the process so now she's cool with it and she'll never look at me like a celebrity or nothing like that i'm just daddy right so whatever she wants to do i'm with it and that's the way i kind of try to make up for the missing time because you can't get that back you know your kids need the time you know what i'm saying no matter what it is you can provide they need the time so and we have conversations to where i help her understand a lot of my daughter i keep it real with her so to help her understand that you know it's a process daddy has to do this to be able to create a life for you so you won't have to be gone as much as i'm gone you know what i mean so that's just what it is see how it is when you got a daughter that's all loving and daddy i love you i miss you go get our nails done my son walk out of his room and be like 
damn, you still here? <laughs> <laughs> when you leaving, bro? <laughs> you be ready for well, you. Well, he look just like you. You act like you. That's you, bro. That's you. Every time I, damn, I see his son, here? bro, I be like, bro, that is Carlos Jr. <laughs> <laughs> like, he ain't excited about it. It don't matter what you do. I you see him, be like, what's up, nephew? He be like, yeah, all right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he probably can stay home by himself, so he probably want to be at the house by yeah, himself. Exactly. And he at that age where you know he want to yeah. spend a lot of time yeah. by himself. Yeah. So. Yeah. I would, too. How old your son in He's uh, 14. Oh. Do you talk to him? Like, look, I ain't ready to be no grandfather yet. Oh, yeah, all the time. Okay. Yeah, most definitely. You know that's going to trigger him to go get some. That's his business. He's uh -huh. about, he about that, that age where he needs to start trying to figure it out. Oh, okay. Say no more. What about you, DC? I mean, same thing what Chico mm -hmm. said, man. You know what I mean? When I get home, I just make sure, you know what I mean? It's all about them. Make sure that they taking care of. You dig what I'm saying? And I just take it a day at a time because, you know, unfortunately, my circumstances are different now. So I done became a full father. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, oh, like I'm trying to grasp into being a full father. So I'm learning right now what is a full father. You know what I'm saying? And my boy Chico, he been doing it for so long. You know what I mean? So I watch. I watch everybody around me, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and for, yeah, I just pick up on game off of just what he just said. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to start doing that too. But you know what you said? We got to learn from each other because he just said that and that made me think about it. Damn, do I make my daughter do things that she right. don't want to do? I, that's what I'm doing. Next time I'm like, what do you want to do? Let's right. do what yeah. you want to do. Yeah, it's just, for me, like that makes it easier because, you know, like even what Fly just said with his circumstances, like I've been through that with my father being killed when I was two years old. So I know what it feels like not to have 50% of what is responsible for you. So in me being there for my daughter I just try to do all the things that I wish my dad would have been able to be there to do with me mm -hmm. and that's just you know it makes it easier for us to be able to understand the, that gap that comes when you know your kids grow up you know they get yeah. older and then you know it get to a point where they be the only one to be bothered with you no way mm -hmm. you know what I mean she got a little boyfriend now this six foot six three hundred pounds in the ninth grade so what? I'm like Jesus Christ God damn yeah. man yeah. 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 you got to watch that man too big man what you doing Ain't no hell nah. I'm like, yeah, good job, baby. Don't f with no look like your daddy. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You ain't no but, little man. But, I mean, I'm in stature compared uh -huh. to him, but all of that is, you know, me being able to have right. the conversations with her that I have makes it easy for me to be able to deal with that because she's not afraid to come to me with right. anything. Right. And that's the biggest thing in the world for mm -hmm. me because, you know, they got so many ways to hide information from you now. It's like, if you mm -hmm. ain't keeping it real with your kids, they gonna find out and then they gonna look at you like you full of for not being the one that's telling them. You gotta talk to me about that. My, my daughter going to 10th grade. Like, do you let them have time with each other? Like, I mean, yeah, they go to the movies mm -hmm. and they do little stuff like that. I mean, ain't no alone time. Like, yeah, yeah. six foot six, you're not right. about to be using that. Nah, not in my house. Nah. Like, I don't like, lie to my daughter. Nah. Like, she don't believe in Santa Claus. She don't believe in no tooth fairy. Oh, I ain't no yeah, tooth fairy getting you no money. Mm -hmm. And Santa Claus ain't did in this household, I agree with why, you. why, why, why you don't let them believe we in Santa? We argue about that all the time. No, we argue I mean, about that because see, my kids believe in in, in Santa, right? Parents, 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 parents if you listen, we're having this conversation. you and f***ing with Santa more. No, <laughs> f*** you, Dad. I'm waiting on Santa. But you want them to 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 to, to have that memory and that fantasy of sleeping me, at night and waking up. No, 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 no. What we're doing, we're training our children to believe a lie. A lie. I agree. To no two fairy. No, the two fairy ain't flying in his hood and putting no two dollars up under your pillow. That was my stupid ass trying to walk in here and not wake your ass up <laughs> well, to put me, some money up under your pillow. No Easter bunny. Let me ask you this. Hell MV. no, I'm religion. We don't, we don't do if, no if you if you allow your kids to believe in something that you know isn't true, how could you get mad at them when they tell you something that isn't true? That's right. Like, how could you be mad you if, you, if you be like, man, where was you at? Man, I was with Santa Claus, daddy. But see, I just remember <laughs> that experience as a kid believing in Santa and 
and that feeling of hoping. I remember white, the man. feeling when I'm I found out man. that was fake, and I was like, "Why she ain't tell me? Why they just ain't you? The reason why I ain't had no toys? Not Santa." Damn it, man! I grew up in an apartment. <laughs> there wasn't no chimney for that to come down, so I knew Santa Claus wasn't real. He ain't knocking on no door. That no ain't in the store. In this house. We got See, I disagree. What happened, Lowe? Santa Claus is real. Thank you. <laughs> I seen him. He's a, he's a black man. <laughs> And he's not getting the credit for saving Christmas that he because he's black. <laughs> well, so you, so you got everything you wanted for Christmas as a kid, Los? Yeah. Oh, he had a good childhood. I had the best childhood ever. Really? I ain't never heard rich? for nothing. Who at Rich? Ghetto Rich. I had robots and Transformers and go-karts and G. I had over 150 G.I. Joe's. I had the base. <laughs> oh, I had, I had Castle Grayskull. I had that. Man. Look at these uh, man. 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 Nintendo. Oh, oh my God. Atari, PlayStation. <laughs> every it, Nintendo. Genesis. Had every Nintendo game that was accessible. <laughs> me too. Oh, man. I am. You ain't grow up. You ain't grow up. grew up. No, right. I am. You know I smack shots, right? Fight this. <laughs> 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 oh, I ain't, my, I ain't never hurt for nothing in childhood, bro. We had literally everything. I stopped asking for shit because it was a possibility that I wasn't going to get it. Nah, 60% man. that I Damn. wasn't going to get No, you know what? 75. So you trying to soften the blow of. Uh, it was like, what do I have to do in order for me to achieve yeah. what I want? That's how Damn. I had to get it. Nah, man. Wanda Something had to be done. Wanda wasn't going I'm like talking that. about outstanding, like valedictorian. You got to be like magnificent. If a teacher called me today, that's put you back two years. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Nah, I, I stopped working when I was nine years old. My mama told me I'm responsible for what you need, not what you want. That's what real. you want is on you. Mm. So I was having to go get my own money from an early age. So I knew it wasn't no Santa Claus. Child labor laws. Hell yeah. All I the had way. Social Security. So once I realized I got my check, oh, and look, it was coming in. Yo, what? Cause my dad old, so you know when you old as a child, you know Social Security, you get Social Security. I did not know that. The child get Social Security. Get Social I was getting Social Security, but when I see, I didn't know that until I got like in, in tenth grade. My dad would be like, "Man, why you keep asking for shit? like your mama get Social Security? You get eight hundred every month." I said, "Eight hundred." <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Ask your mama. Some of that money yours." I was like, "It mine." <laughs> it come in the mail with your name on it. I went to my mama. I said, hey, "Mom, Daddy said I get." Social Security. Yeah, I be paying the bill. I said, well, I know got that. your ass whooped asking but about that money. He told me it was eight. <laughs> <laughs> so as a man, I told my mom, I swore on everything. I said, look, do what I, I understand. You got to pay the bill. Listen, you ain't got to worry about me no more. Give me half. And we're gonna treat it like a job. I get 200 every two weeks. You ain't gotta worry about me. No, nan, no criminal, nan, no. Don't worry about me. When I, my mama looked at me and, and she was like, I can just see her thinking about, I ain't got to worry about him. I ain't got to worry about him. She was like, run it. Ever since I was 15, my mama ain't had to do shit. For me, so you ain't flip that too, honey, and get your little. I was spoon. Hey man, come on, bro. Know, what's what up you, with you, man? Don't be trying to incriminate me? my man up here. <laughs> what you asking? Leonard McElvey, come on, bro. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, don't worry about nah, it. Nah, I mean, I was a child, 15, yeah, yeah, 15, yeah. getting 200, you know what I mean? So I stayed gambling, you know, stayed, you know, doing my thing. Mm. I was out of the way. All right, we got more with DC Young Fly, Carlos Miller, and Chico Bean, the 85 South Show. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with DC Young Fly, Chico Bean, and, of course, Carlos Miller, 85 South Show. Charlemagne? 
Now, this was uh, y'all was on the road this weekend, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. With the condolences, DC. Was that was that the first show? Thank you. Uh, yes, Tampa and uh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Yes, sir. How, how did that feel? It was uh, it was it was. It was one of them ones where you don't know. You can train yourself for a fight, but nigga coming in and hit your ass one good time. You like, God damn, I ain't trained for that one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was just, it was just a stepping stool that I just really had to, had to go ahead and step over because I got to, mm-hmm. and I'm conditioned for it from when my cousin passed. So when my cousin passed, I had to hurry up and go back to work. So I knew what it felt like, but I was like, I ain't never lose no spouse. You dig what I'm saying? So, but I had love from my brothers. You dig what I'm saying? From the team and from Tampa, the Jacksonville, man, they came in and, and the love was just in the air. So I never felt a dull moment. Mm-hmm. Now, on stage, I ain't gonna lie, I had a couple times where I was just like, who get set together? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it was just like, you know what? You here. God has yeah, equipped yeah. you to be here. This is the moment. People are watching you right now. Continue mm-hmm. to give them that work because you're helping so many people out that's watching you. And you know, like I say, man, my brothers, I gotta commend them so much, man. They, I don't feel it on stage when I'm with them. It's just when I look at them, I know we 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 be good. And what makes your faith so strong? Man, God is real. And you know, I come from a, a church background. You know what I'm saying? But when you find your own relationship, this ain't about nobody else's relationship. This all about me. It's it's my relationship with God, so I'm only speaking from experience, and plus other people experience who are also God fearing, and they walk and talk in the same manner as me. Mm-hmm. And when you read the Bible, it, it gives you lessons, it give it teaches you. So when you have your own experience in the real world, a lot of people want to go straight to I'm such of a good person. Just because you give good in the world, don't mean your life gonna be great. That's why they say you you a spiritual being living a human existence. But just because you spiritual and you got God, don't mean human stuff not gonna happen. Bro, we human, bro. No, like no we question. human, bro. Like we human and the social media has taken the toll of trying to desensitize the enemy's plan and desensitize all of the enemy's wrongdoings and they like well you're not emotional enough on on instagram and it's like that's not what you promote you don't you human so you already know that's possible i have to let you know that god is real and god is keeping me uplifted god is in this situation that making sure i'm strong for my children god is in a situation to make sure that i'm able to do this for you god is in a situation to to make sure that everybody is still reaching out to him to giving him the praise even through the midst of pain because y'all want to soon as something happens you want to say well why me or question god you're not even understanding the purpose when you start doing that once you start questioning, you will never find the answers. Mm-hmm. You got to sit and be still. When you be still, he's going to guide you. He's going to direct you. And you'll be able to see that everybody that, that's not following the same, that you because when they speak, you will hear. And when other people speak, I heard all the People don't understand. All the prayers, all the text messages, all the love that y'all was giving, I felt it. So it was like, okay, that's God's energy right there. Let me know that. These are other God-fearing people that's standing with me. So it's like when once I move, I know I got three, four million people that's going to move with me. Just make sure we keep the journey strong. We're not going to be like Moses. Every time God tell him something, well, I don't think I'm equipped. I'm equipped because you told me to do it. So I just got to find the instructions. Where's the manual? Just sit and be still. The people are going to come. You'll get the signs. He's going to talk to you. But you don't move how the... The human mind would move, <coughs> only move in the spiritual mind. Because mm-hmm. the human mind, we already know that. That's where the questions, that's where the doubt come in. That's mm-hmm. where you, you feel like you're not going to be able to make it. But the spiritual mind going to always tell you you're a soldier. 
It don't matter how many scratches you got on your back. If he keep waking you up every morning, if he keep giving you the energy, you better strap on your boots and use whatever you're going mm -hmm. through as motivation to reach the finish line. Why would you not reach the finish line and you done went through all you done went through? I got to make it to the finish line. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the Is bright it side of bullshit, man. You got to be able to look at the bright side of bullshit because you can't avoid bullshit. It's, you, it's, it's, it's unavoidable. It's just when it's your turn, and when it, whenever it's your turn, it's all about perspective. Like a lot of the things that people look at as setbacks in my life, which to me was just gateways to new thinking. You know what I mean? And w new ways to look at. I remember my uncle got murdered. I was feeling every emotion you can feel. I'm sad. I'm angry. I'm confused. I'm everything. And then when I walked outside in front of that hospital. And everything was still moving. Mm -hmm. All right, baby. I see you later. All right, don't park right here. All right, man. Hey, we going to lunch. And let me know that, okay, my world is crushed in shambles, yeah. but the world is going to spin regardless right. of what I got right. going on. Mm -hmm. So when you create your bubble, the people that are within it, that's what they're there for. That's why you got to be real selective with who you let be around you because when those times come, when that bullshit comes into your life, it's best to have people you can lean on. Like when I was standing in front of my mama casket, these two brothers was right there. Like, you know, when he went through what he went through, we was right there. And we all have been there for each other. But it's very important that you find people that are reliable enough to be there for you when life comes and it's something that you can't control. Because the world is just going to be looking at you like, mm -hmm. oh, okay, let's see what they do. But we got to make sure when you got that circle, your circle got to be strong enough to be able to prop you up mm -hmm. in those times when you need to be propped up. Because if you don't have nobody, it make it that much more difficult for you to keep getting to the finish line, like he said. I wanted to ask y'all, when it comes to being still, Right, we all talk about being still after something bad happened. Y'all just went number one on Netflix. Now y'all got to be still. What is God telling y'all? Keep going. Mm. Yeah. Keep going. It's like if you if we know what it took to get to that point. So it's like if we can use that as a gauge. All right. So we had to work that long. This amount of shows. This amount. Okay. So if we want to get to the big big bag, we're gonna have to do this three times. Mm. Three times as much. You're going to have to keep doing the same work. You're going to have to keep doing this. I'm going to have to keep doing it. But we still going to have to do oh, more boy. on top of that, too. When you see God put three people together like this, and we are able to create an element within the world that allows us to receive a blessing as a unit that most people would do anything for, that let me know, like, okay, That's we right. didn't beat the game, Slim. Now yeah. we just, you know, we got, it's like the Super Mario. When you get the star, that's what it feel like. Like, it feel like we got the Super Mario star, and all we got to do is just keep running. Anything we run into, boop, 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 gotcha. boop, we knocking it out. You know what I mean? Facts. So who's, who's the fact. best prayer in, in the group here? Man, DJ yeah. Envy. Don't we want you to close out on the prayer? Why your white ass don't well, yeah, be praying? You need to be, you need <laughs> to pray. It's you DJ Envy, <laughs> Heavenly Father. I just want to let you know, from the Breakfast Club, we love you. <laughs> Give it to your boy, DJ Envy. We got a special DJ guest Envy. in here, God. You know what I mean? We got some special guests in here, God. I just want to say, God, won't you bless my brothers? You know what I mean? Scroll down the night at the pearly gates. <laughs> you already know we got the hottest new song, Starlip, coming up live at the pearly gates. Get the f out New York and heaven if you're not with God. DJ Envy. I'm not praying with y'all. DJ Envy. Make sure you go Call stream the Ghetto Legends on Netflix right, right now. Oh, 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 have
y'all ever prayed on him? Oh, but keep going. Time. Keep going. What? Keep going with the double. Uh, we gonna get to make the sure you um check out Ghetto Legends on Netflix. Make sure you subscribe to Channel 85. Make sure you go get all the 85 South merchandise, man. Yeah, yeah. Get us back to number one. We didn't went. We didn't went. We didn't went. We're not we doing the prayer. We didn't get it. We didn't get it. We didn't get it. We Okay, here we go. A dear Heavenly Father, we come together humbly, Heavenly Father, and we just want to continue to just give you all the praise and give you all the thanks, Heavenly Father. We're thankful for everybody that's in this room, Heavenly Father, and we ask humbly, Lord God, that you continue to just keep me and my loved ones healthy, safe, and protected, Heavenly Father. Even through the midst of pain, Heavenly Father, we give you praise, Heavenly Father. Even through the midst of confusion, Heavenly Father, we give you praise, Heavenly Father. Even through the midst of all the worriness, Heavenly Father, we give you praise, Heavenly Father, and we just want to continue to live righteous and be obedient and respectful to your laws and your commands. Heavenly Father And we pray for the strength The motivation To continue to just Stay focused and inspired And to continue to just Do your will And just walk in our purpose And we just want to continue To give you all the praise And walk with gratitude Heavenly Father And we pray for the strength The motivation To just stay focused And inspired In Jesus name we pray In Yahshua name we pray Amen Amen Amen, Amen. 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 85 right. South Show hey. It's the Breakfast Club 85 South Show Good morning Yeah uh, and, and I uh, forgot to tell y'all Make sure you subscribe To the 85 South Show podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network as well. That's right. Well, oh, guys, let's get to the rumors. And of course, we got our, our guest co-host, Trav, who's a longtime listener. Ow, ow. That's right. I'm here, baby. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty patty. I am gossiping. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we on The Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Right. right. On The Breakfast Club. I don't know what Trav is playing with in his hands, but let's get right to the rumors. <laughs> but... I don't know what Travis playing with in his hands, but DJ Envy provided me some anal beads. Um, can I, I say that? I can't, I can't do this with y'all this morning. Am I allowed to say that word? Yes, you can say. It. I don't know if I can. I don't say want it. you to, but you can say it. Yeah, I was over here chilling, and Envy just came and handed me some anal beads and asked me what I'm doing later. I, I keep know. telling y'all, I it's did. never me. <laughs> I keep wanting to say it's me, but there's clearly an Insta. There's clearly an Insta gay in this room. I walked in the room, and there was some anal beads sitting in my chair. So Whoa. there's four brothers in here. There's Charlemagne, Red, and Trav. Red, 629. Who, who do you think my, my get, fellow 629 get, get the gang, anal gang. beats? Red, cancer gang gang. Don't team, play that oh, no team cancer over here. Team cancer over here oh, too. Yeah, Shout out to me like too. that. That's right. Three cancers in the room. That's the a Virgo. Three, so, so, that's a three. So, Virgo. Over there. so tell my truth. Everybody pointed to Virgo. He said the beads was in his chair. Uh-huh. And then how, and wh where they at now, Trav? They, they, some, somehow he, they, they ended over here next to me. Okay. All right. Who gave them to you? It sounds like flirting. Okay. That's a threesome right there. But anyway. You know when you fought around another man, that's flirting, right? Cause you, you trying to let me know you, you were saying you was gassy too. I did not say I was. How you just gonna make things up? You just you a liar. All right, well let's get to the rumors. All right, we played the intro right, right? Kodak Black, uh, he gets a little emotional after a fan says that maybe he should go to jail to sober up a little bit. What kind of person are you? Just wanna you need to go back to jail, sober up, yak for real, for real, man. How, how and why would you? And why do you feel like that's the answer to my, or whatever you feel like? Why do you feel like that's the answer to my what you come? That's messed up, bro. You couldn't say a hospital. A rehab center. Therapy, rehab, yeah, rehab center. But yeah. jail. Kodak is absolutely right. In a what kind of. Kodak is absolutely right, and that little small clip should lead to a larger conversation about how these institutions are not correctional facilities in no way, shape, or form. You're sending a lot of people who have uh, substance abuse issues to jail when they don't need jail. They need to be in places where they can get help for their substance abuse issues. Right. right. Period. That's the truth. 
Now, also, we got to discuss uh, Travis Scott. Uh, I want to bring this back up because uh, when we were talking about Travis Scott before, everybody was pointing fingers and said that he should no, go to jail. No, not everybody. Trav. That Trav right there. <laughs> no, no, not back up. I'm talking about before when it, when it first came oh, out. People yeah. were saying that Travis Scott should go to jail. This guy, man. Well, Travis Scott will not face any criminal charges. I'm glad he, he's not. He shouldn't. Now, that's, you know... Uh, the Astroworld Festival where 10 people were uh, killed and, and hundreds were injured. Uh, he basically said earlier we were talking about it and, you know, we were saying that Travis Scott didn't know what was happening during the time. Travis said he seen something differently, but that was absolutely positively wrong. Now, he sat down with this uh, short journalist a, a while ago. Ugly guy. Handsome. I mean, such a such a handsome, he average sized man, because uh, you know the average size of a height of a man in America is five six, five seven. So such a handsome, thick average too. height size man, thick, thick. Don't forget thick. Don't forget thick. Don't forget thick. thick. Come on now, <laughs> come on now. Turn around, three sixty four. Like I said, he he. <laughs> Travis Scott got a chance to talk to a short journalist. His name is Leonard McKelvey, Bernard. and he talked about this uh, right after the incident. Nothing like this ever happened, you know. So it just kind of like you just kind of figuring out and at the end of the day like these fans are your family so you just mm -hmm. feel like you lost lost something and you just it, like you go you do these shows honestly to you know for people to have the best experience you know and mm -hmm. just to think that something like this happening you're just trying to figure out you know you know just wrap everything around and so even just for the first couple couple weeks you know it was just me sitting down but i had to really channel these emotions to just remember like you know gonna be a voice for these people i gotta like kind of step up and kind of like be a voice to just figure out that you know this doesn't happen in the future just shows period mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying or figure out the bottom solution of what's going on and just try to ensure his people you know safety and what they're doing you know i just wanted to record the show that's not the clip i wanted i was referencing the clip from uh cbs news when they reported that um he would not have charges pressed against him and they said that in a conversation uh with 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 myself uh he said he didn't realize a mass casualty event was unfolding he said right. he didn't even know the exact detail until minutes before the press conference right. <clears throat> at that moment you're kind of just like what you just went through something and it's like what the thing is people pass out things happen at concerts but some but something like that you don't expect scott said organizers told him through his earpiece they were going to stop the show after the guest finished the set but uh did not tell him why they were stopping they just told him that right after the guest uh, got off stage that we're going to end the show and that's what they did he said other than that there was no communication that's what he said when uh, I sat down with him yeah that's the clip we asked for well we didn't get that yeah, that's, that's not what they <clears throat> played <laughs> now there's another clip but we already, already said it let me hear it just to, I just want to just, just for S's and giggles I just want to know what our producer after nearly two years after the astral no, crash no, just, just, stop, just, stop, just stop just stop just just stop just stop just Who getting stop. fired? Nobody getting fired. I'm used to it by now. It's part of the essence of the show. It's just part of the beauty of the show. I'm, I'm, we're never going to get what we wanted. Right. Okay, let's just get the co-host before. All right, all right. Don't, 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 don't do the producers like that because they, they back there working hard. Don't, Man, shut up. You just got back there working hard. You know what? You're fire trap. Trap, bye. Bye. Bye, trap. Bye. I'm opening the door for you. Look, you just want to see him walk by look, you. Look, 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 I, I hate this. I hate to see you walk by. I love to watch you leave. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Well, speaking of watching somebody leave, uh, donkey's coming up. Who, who you giving your donkey to? Four after the hour, donkey of the day is going to Roseanne Bar. We need Roseanne Bar to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a word with her. All right, we'll get to that next. And you know, I just want to say this thing. I was speaking to uh, when we were just talking about short people, talking about Charlemagne. I took my son what? son to the doctor the other day, mm -hmm. um, and the doctor said he's going to be no smaller than six foot three. 
Lil Jackson gonna be six foot three. They said what they gotta do with me. Six a five, short. six six. What they gotta do with me? Short. They have uh, nothing to do with me. Short. He's nine. He said he's gonna be what, six foot three. How tall is he now? Nine. <laughs> how tall is he now at nine? I don't know how tall he is. He's pretty tall though for a nine year old. But he's gonna be six three. Man, that's good. So now you're gonna have two men in the house. Logan and Young Jackson. Drop one of Clues bombs for the two men of the case. They gonna body slam you. They gonna jump you in. What? Towering. You act up one time if you want to. What? Let that bed rage fly in that house one time if you want to. Logan, listen, Logan already regulating everything. I ain't even worried about it. All right, Logan, Logan paving the way for Jackson. <laughs> Logan running so young Jackson can fly. Logan hit me yesterday. <laughs> okay. Logan hit me yesterday. It's like, Dad, what's, what's Charlemagne's number? I said, why? He said, because y'all be playing too many butt games up there. I need to have why a conversation keep, with you. Why you keep Logan away from us, <laughs> no, man? No, Logan no. wants us to have a group chat no, right no, now. No, he does. He, no, why why no, are you doing this, no, man? No, How old is Logan? <laughs> Logan's 19. Okay. Nope. Logan not. ready for the real. No, okay, nope. put him hold up. Nope, man. that's not gonna happen. <laughs> don't get a days up next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. This don't be a donkey, because right now you want some real donkey It's time for Donkey of the Day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, hit me with the heat. Did she get donkey of the day? Please tell Absolutely. me. Absolutely. I am the donkey of the day. Damn, Breakfast Club, bitches. You're a donkey. Somebody, somebody, be nice to your uncle and bring my water out the office, please. No, I I, that's, that's I'll drink that. That's, that's, oh, that's, I, no, yeah, Travis has a mouth on that. No, yeah, I sure bring did. Me, bring me the water out the office. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, V. Don't get a day for Friday, June 30th. Goes to a comedian named Roseanne Barr. Okay, one thing your uncle Charlotte will never understand is self hate. Okay, I can understand racism, prejudice, sexism, homophobia, transphobia, anti-Semitism. I don't agree with any any of it, but I understand it. Okay, all of those are extremely stupid things to believe, but I understand them. All right. Thank you. It's pretty textbook. All right. Prejudice. The dictionary definition is it can be an effective feeling towards a person based on their perceived group membership. Self-hatred. Is personal self-loathing or hatred of oneself or hatred of your own kind. Okay, Roseanne Barr was on Theo Vaughn's podcast this past weekend. That's actually the name of the podcast. But Roseanne was on this podcast projecting self-hate on her own community. Okay, she's Jewish, by the way. In her words, 100% Jewish. Now, I, what I would call self-hate, she calls being sarcastic. Uh, I think I should let you hear what she said first before I continue on. Would you like to hear it? Here it go. Because we have, you know, there's such a thing as the truth and facts, and we have to stick to it. And, um, you know. It's scary. And that is the truth. And nobody died in the Holocaust either. No. That's the truth. Yeah. It should it happen. It, six million Jews should die right now because they cause all the problems in the world, but it never <laughs> happened. But it never happened. That is not the truth. That is not a fact. Okay. See, if you're going to be a bigot, even a bigot to your own people, just be a bigot. All right, stand on it. Ten toes down. Don't blame it on something it's not, which is sarcasm. I feel like sarcasm is a lost art. Okay, this is why I don't like social media because there is no sarcasm font. All right, I got tired of saying things that are clearly sarcastic on social media and nobody catching the sarcasm. Okay, so when I say sarcasm is a lost art, I truly mean that because sarcasm refers to the use of words that mean the opposite of what you really want to say, especially in order to insult someone or to show irritation or just to be funny for example saying they're really on top of things to describe a group of people who are very disorganized is using sarcasm saying trav who is guest hosting in here today is really on top of things things being men is sarcasm because he's clearly a bottom there is nothing sarcastic <laughs> about what roseanne barr said okay this is pure d uncle ruckus type hate for your own people we all know who uncle ruckus is right like you see me Repping for one of my favorite shows of all time, The Boondocks. Salute to my man Aaron Magruder and Gary Anthony Williams, who did the voice of Uncle, Uncle Ruckus. Drop on the clues bombs for both of them. Okay. 
For all the culturally coolest people out there who don't know the Boondocks, who don't know Uncle Ruckus, Uncle Ruckus is a black man who worships the white race and hates all others but predominantly blacks. Would you like to hear some of his rhetoric in case you don't know who Uncle Ruckus is? Let's hear. White man just a joy to be around. They smell like lemon juice and pledge furniture cleaner. And look at them. They took us out the jungle. And what we do to show our appreciation? We march up and down the street. We vote. Carry on. People say the key to fixing the problems of Negroes is education. What do niggas do in college anyway? Oh, they go there. They party. Get drunk for four, five years and end up just as ignorant as when they came in. You ever seen these nigger fraternities and sororities? You ever seen these things? Silliest I ever seen in my life. White men out there getting Nobel Prizes and doing business deals in the fraternities. Niggas jumping up and down with candy canes and doing all kinds of silly shit with their hands. Niggas? Ain't two of them in the history of the world that's worth a squirrel for. See? This is why I hate that we didn't Jesus. get the new season of the Boondocks out, okay? Not yet anyway. I was a producer on the new season. I, I would like to see Uncle Ruckus and Auntie Roseanne in an interracial relationship because this type of self-hate deserves each other. Okay, not only is Roseanne Barr a Holocaust denier, which we've all seen and heard before, nothing new to see there, folks, but it's what she said after she denied the Holocaust when she said this. Six million Jews should die right now because they cause all the problems in the world, but it never <laughs> happened. Roseanne, do you include yourself in that number? Because you got to be careful what you That's wish crazy. for. All right, you got to be careful. Crazy is an understatement. All right, you got to be careful what you wish for because no matter where you go, you are who you are, player. Okay, you sound like all these Negroes who be running around here caping for white supremacists not realizing that eventually it's going to be your turn. Eventually, everyone gets a Negro wake-up call. Okay? Wait, do I have to tell y'all what a Negro wake-up call is too? A Negro wake-up call is a black person who finally understands that we do not live in a post-racial society, usually by experiencing the effects of covert and overt racism firsthand. Roseanne, if you haven't already, okay, one day you're going to get your Jewish wake-up call. All right, there's no way you can say you're 100% Jewish, but then call for 6 million Jewish people to die and then put it under the guise of sarcasm. Okay, I just want to know why she would think she would be exempt from being in that number. Okay, don't call the ADL or the World Jewish Congress when you're on the other end of some uh, anti-Semitism, Roseanne. All right, every email you send to them going to be sent to their spam folder. And I know Jewish people don't mess with spam because there is no way that spam is kosher. Now, we call Uncle Ruckus a black man who hates his own people. All right. Uncle Ruckus. Uncle Tom is a classic term. Are we going to coin Auntie Rosie as a term for a self-hating Jewish woman? Huh? I would say Auntie Hitler is too extreme, but she did call for the death of six million Jewish people. So that might be right on the nose. Look, the moral of the story is uh, when we don't know who to hate, we hate ourselves. Please let me mock your Roseanne Barr, the biggest hee haw. Hee haw, hee haw. You stupid motherfucker. Are you dumb? Mm hmm. All right. That's crazy. Well, thank you for that donkey today, Charlemagne. You know what else is crazy? What's what? that? Trav didn't deny being a bottom. Okay, continue on. Who we got coming up next? <laughs> All right. Well, if you don't know, Trav, our bottom is uh, co hosting with us this morning. <laughs> Stop playing with me. Our bottom co host. Stop our playing with bottom co host. <laughs> you don't even say that serious. Now, if any bottom. You ain't even saying that with your butt. Any bottom trying to holler at me, hit me, DM me, aka underscore. For what? So y'all can rub cheeks? Not butt purses. Wait, why, why, why Charlamagne in here whining and Nick, grinding? Nick, our camera guy, did you, did just, you, did get you just get Charlamagne up? standing up twerking and, and 
tooting out his booty? I did not do that. What is that didn't you know what? Trying to twerk for me. This is a lot going on here today. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, Traps y'all. It's a Friday. Traps at bottoms bump purses. Freaky, freaky, freaky Friday. Man, that right. is so stupid. Now when we come back. All I thought about is two cars just constantly bumping into each other from the rear end. Two cars. What is wrong with y'all this morning? We have Republican presidential yeah, yeah. candidate. You didn't tell BET peace. BET's not on today. They not? <laughs> no. That's what I just what? I just said that 10 minutes ago. You don't listen when I speak, do you? No. I, I told tell. my mama I was going to be on BET, bro. <laughs> no. Bro, B- B- the last day of Pride Month, we got travel paying BET. And BET said, wow. Wow, BET. Really? Oh, nah, bro. Damn. They might be homophobic. I don't know what's going on. They only got one. They only got room for one gay at a time on BET. And it's Saucy Santana's time right now. Jesus Christ. I think I say Diddy. Jesus. All right. <laughs> 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 oh, that's for vote. I'm tripping. Never this, mind. This place is a mess. All right. Dump that. <laughs> Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy will be joining us. I hate this place. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. And meaning in our country. And so in some ways, I'm running as a member of my generation to say that we can fill that void with the things that actually give us real purpose. Revive family in America. That's actually a big part of my platform. What allowed me to achieve success? My parents gave me a great family foundation. I didn't grow up in money. We're trying to give that to my two kids as well. I want that to be enjoyed by Americans across the country. Belief in the country, national pride. Less than 16% of Gen Z even says they're proud to be an American. I'm not making this one up. This is about a month ago. There was a good survey. 60% of young Americans said that they would sooner give up their right to vote than to give up access to TikTok or other social media. That's a problem. So I think we have a crisis of national pride. People are that though. That's that's America's fault. That's the system's fault for constantly failing the people. I think there's blame to go around. I think it's up to all of us to take a long, hard look in the mirror. And ask ourselves, what is that vacuum in our heart? It's an old saying that goes, if there's a hole the size of God in your heart and God does not fill it, something else will instead. I think the same applies for belief in a nation as well. So I think what's going on is we're human beings. What makes us different from animals is that we can believe. We need to believe in something bigger than ourselves. And when we lose God and family and country, we start believing in new false gods instead. That's what's going on in the country. And so I don't know that it's so much a question of fault, but more a question of how do we actually revive our sense of self-confidence and pride. It's definitely a question of fault. I can can absolutely blame white supremacy. 100%. Really? (laughs) Yeah. See, uh, say more, and then I'll respond to that. I mean, just look at the history of the country. Like, it's really just that simple for me. The, 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 The country has never fulfilled its promises of freedom, liberty, and justice for all. It's always been freedom, liberty, and justice for some. And usually that some is uh, white people. That is obviously true that the nation has fallen short of our promise since our founding. But we're not founded on an ethnicity or a monarch or a food or even a religion. We're founded on a set of ideals that brought a group of people together in 1776. And we live by those ideals. At least we aspire to those ideals today. A nation that aspires to ideals that's not made up of gods, but made up of human beings will always fall short of those ideals. So I think our worst hypocrisies as a country, and we have many of them, mm-hmm. our worst hypocrisies are our best evidence that we have ideals at all. 
You take a look at other countries. Nobody ever calls the Chinese Communist Party a hypocrite or China a hypocrite or Iran a hypocrite. Why is that? Because to be a hypocrite, <laughs> you at least had to have ideals in the first place. But a lot and of and so we're imperfect, but we are about the pursuit of a more perfect union, the pursuit of happiness. America's about the pursuit. And so I, I think are the trashing know, ourselves, I, I think we are actually. I'm not saying that because, you know, we, we never were included in those ideals originally. Like, originally. Yeah. But never and not originally are two different things. Mm-hmm. Originally, that's true. Mm-hmm. Over 250 years of progress, if you had somebody who was in 1870 looking at the world we live in today, if you had somebody in 1960 who was looking at the world we live in today as it relates to race in America, we would be darn close to what they would have thought of as the promised land. So I think we have to recognize that America is about that pursuit. We're a lot further along than we were 250 years ago. We And here's the other thing, too. we got to set our expectations. We will always fall short of our ideals. By definition, if there are human beings and not gods living in a nation that aspires to ideals, we are fallen. Man is fallen. That's what makes us who we are. But what also makes us different from animals is that we have ideals. Mm-hmm. So America's founded on our humanity, that we can believe and aspire to something that we will still fall short of. That's what makes this country beautiful. And that's why, it, it, that's why I'm in this. You ask me, why am I in this? I care about reviving pride in that nation because if we get into the habit of just bashing that country, what are we bashing? We're bashing the last best hope that man has for aspiring to those ideals. Tell me who else has done better. I'll wait. All right, we got more with Vivek Ramaswamy. When we come back, he's running for president, Republican. We'll talk to him some more when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Right, we are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Vivek Ramaswamy. Now, we have Teslin Figaro. I'm sure Teslin has some questions. Tez, you good? Yes, I, I do. Um, explain to me your position on the civic duty voting. Sure. I think that every kid who graduates from high school should know the minimums about the country that we require an immigrant to know about the country in order to become a citizen. So there's a test. My mom had to pass it. Every immigrant has to pass it to this country that asks you some basic questions. What are the three branches of government? What is the Bill of Rights? It's like a multiple choice exam or some of them you write in. I think that if we're going to ask immigrants to pass that test, as we should, I think every 18-year-old who graduates from high school should have to pass that as well. Because young people, it goes back to that issue of pride. You don't value a country that you don't know something about. You don't value something you inherit. You value something you have a stake in creating, in building, or knowing something about. And I think that this is not a left-wing or right-wing point. We all have duties as citizens, right? You know, we, we, we aspire to free market capitalism, right? Materialist advance. And that's the life I've lived as well, by the way. I, my parents came to this country with not a lot of money. I've lived the American dream. I've made a lot of money by building businesses. That's one side of what it means to be an American. So I just so, think reviving those asking, ideas is going to be good for us. Well, that, well, I got a test. I got a test. Saying, I would, I would like to see if you're willing to pass, um, because I believe, in, just <laughs> as you believe in civic engagement, I, I believe in changing the ideas of what political opponents so look like, what should what they should look like, or political candidates. Uh, are you willing to take a test with me quickly? Because I just have a couple of questions for you. I will. Um, so, Absolutely. So just, <laughs> and the way this is opening up, I have a feeling I'm about to fail it. But that's good. Let's, let's do it. That's, that's right. Yeah. Um, so uh, just for clarity, I am an independent. I'm not a Democrat or a Republican. Cool. I think that's important for the premise of the argument, because I know you did a lot of debating at, at Harvard. Uh, it's also I also want to make it clear. These are the same questions that I asked uh, liberal Democrat Marianne Williamson. So I want to make sure that we put that out there as well, just Fair to kind of set the foundation. 
conversation. I'm open to being humbled. Let's do this. Okay, great. Let's go. Um, So you mentioned, uh, you know, the pride of being an American and how important it is uh, to have pride in this country. I'm also a veteran, uh, by the way, uh, for the United States Air Force. So when is it that you voted for the first time? I voted in 2020. Okay, so you're how old again? I'm 37 years old. So for how many years you sat around and did not get involved at all in any civic engagement? Is that my understanding? A a long time is the answer. I'm not holding myself out as some sort of model. I'm actually offering myself as a self-reflection of my journey as a citizen to whom this country has given much, right? As an adult, when you have kids, it changes your perspectives. I'm very honest about that. Absolutely. Okay, no problem. So let's go deeper into the self-reflection. So you've been sitting around in the country that my ancestors built for about 20 years. Uh, Your parents came over as immigrants, brought you over. You made millions, uh, according to your uh, resume, off of this country. And you have absolutely not been involved in civics. One, not voting. And two, let me just ask, because I know you mentioned earlier, you don't want to sit around at the debate and talk about accomplishments. Let's make the accomplishments pretty simple. In high school, were you ever a class president or take any leadership role? Because your opponent did, Chris Christie. He was the class president. So have you ever taken any leadership at all on anything? or just can, can I just correct a couple factual things uh, sure. that are kind uh-huh. of important? My parents didn't bring me over to the country. I was okay, born in this country, and I'm proud no, of that. They, no, That's, I know you were born here in Ohio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ohio. You, know, you mentioned my parents I'm brought your parents me were immigrants. Well, you say, my they, apologies. I, you know, it's all right. You said your parents brought you over to this country. I yeah, thought my I would apologies. set that record the, straight. I mean, they were immigrants, but let's they not go immigrants. down the water oh, hole. No, 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 we're not going to water I just want to correct a couple facts. And then the other thing yeah, is... You were born here in Ohio, I was born. I was born in Cincinnati, Ohio. That's right. Right. So you've been here your entire life. So the question is... Did you take any leadership role in middle school, high school, class president? I did. Uh, I yeah. know you played yeah. tennis. What What is it? Explain it to Student us. council. But yes, I have I have held leadership roles over my life, but those don't qualify me to do what I'm doing now. Yeah, it kind of does. Okay, well, well, it kind of does. Well, let me. Well, I'm giving the test. I'm the test okay, administrator. All right, there you go. So it kind of does, because when you go from saying, I want to go to the highest office. And I'll tell you, I've led companies as well, is the other leader. Right, the well, main leadership right, role it, I've played is, is and, and I want to I talk about one early part of your premise that I also want to say, mm-hmm. bring it to the country point the other point you use the word sitting around you know I, I wasn't sitting around I've developed medicines five of which are FDA approved products today one of which is a life-saving therapy in kids 20 of whom die by the age of three if they're not treated 70% of whom now live lives of a normal duration another one for prostate cancer so I, I don't apologize well, for making me, contributions but right well I don't want you to filibuster yeah. that no um, because Just that's not, not sitting, the question yeah. that I asked and I don't consider as a veteran I'm talking about service I'm not talking about what you Civic did for service, profit yeah. I'm not talking about what you what you paid people to do with yeah. your company so I'm not, not served, talking about I've not served the country because that means nothing have. to me you do, you do what realize, I'm talking what I am able to ask a question she's been trying to ask a question and she you've been talking over it. I'm all ears. We, we gave you the platform to let you say yeah, what you said. Yeah, I'm all ears. No, 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 I was just correcting a couple facts. That's all. Every time she tried to ask, a question, ahead, tried to ask a question, you've been cutting her off. Go ahead, I'm all ears. Right. So your question, so my question again is, you're trying to, your your goal is to raise the standard and you're saying you want people to believe in country and you want people to have civic engagement. And sir, I just find it very telling that you haven't had any civic engagement at all and haven't been at all. And when I say sit around, I don't mean you haven't done anything. I'm talking about in regards to service because one thing about political office, the same way that you want to change how people look at uh, politics and look at this country, I want to change how people look at politicians. And when I see that someone hasn't did anything anything at all 
to be of service to mankind, to take a leadership role. It's not good enough to just be on city, city uh, student council where you a leader. All of that applies. You're trying to go from preschool to, to president of the United States. You're skipping over city council, county council, mayor, governor. You want to go straight to the top. So my question, is this a PR? Is this for the PR, the perception of reality? Or have you, can you point to any leadership where you've been able to get people to believe in what you're talking about that they're not paid to do? on any of these vision statements that you have. If not, then to me it's just it's a mute point because you're you're telling you're holding a standard that you haven't met yourself. If you're only gonna count government service, you're absolutely No, not government right. service. Okay. Student council in the eighth grade, ninth grade, tenth were you yeah. a leader? Did you did you do anything to rally anybody? Because people who are in service to this country, mm-hmm. if you're gonna go around saying you want people to believe in this country that I signed up to mm-hmm. die for, then I wanna make sure that you're holding that same standard. So not government, not political. Let's not get it confused. Yeah. I'm saying have you did anything of service that we can point to to say he is a good leader? Like Chris and I'm not even a fan of Chris Christie, yeah. but he was the student council president in high school. So so have you done anything of service besides yourself that has not benefited yourself? It's just a simple question. So I've always been drawn to healthcare. That's why I ended up founding companies in that space. When I was in high school, part of what drew me into it was that I was a volunteer at a local hospital. I actually mm-hmm. became the leader of that group of volunteers that actually discharged women who had recently given birth. That was it. If I'm being really honest, why did I do that in high school? A part of the motivation, I'll be just brutally honest with you, was part of the motivation was that's actually what allows you to get into a good college when you graduate. So it was about about you. So 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 it was about self. And I'm admitting that in a way that very few other people do, but I got to be honest about it. That was a big part of why I did it. Yeah, yeah it I was graduate, about self, and I'm going to be honest, and, and, and I'm going to give it back to the guys. If, if I'm going to be honest about it with you. Yep. Leadership is not about self. I agree and with so you on I, that. I agree I with just you on heard, that. What I just heard is that everything is about you, and to be honest with you, this is just a PR campaign, sir, to be honest with you, and I think you're, move, you're trying to go further to the right because you want the Republicans to accept you as a, as a man of color, and I think the only <laughs> way you think you can do that is to be so extreme I, I appreciate uh, with, your your, with your positions, and I think you need to do a little bit more work in, in service. So, t- as let a me, veteran, let me as tell a veteran, you something. I it's very this. hard for me to follow leaders that that make everything about them. So you might want to work on that because there's a lot of rebe- veterans and Republicans. So you might want to work on that on that talking point and maybe do some volunteering while you're on the campaign trail. I'm going to give it back to um, Charlemagne and Envy. All right. Well, we appreciate you for joining us. I appreciate you guys having me. Uh, how do I say do I don't want to say your name right? Huh? Do you mean that? I do mean that, okay. actually, because we don't do this enough. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. So I do mean that. And I will come back if you guys will have me. When yeah. I'm in New York oh, City, of course. Because to your point, the Republican debates would be way worse. It's not real. We don't. We got to get real I with can, each other. I can other. definitely yeah. tell you, Chris. Chris is going to ask about your background, so might want to start. You might want to start volunteering on your, on your free time. Oh, I, I, I don't believe in virtue signaling. I am who I am. I'm an open book. We're yeah. all imperfect human beings. We're an imperfect country. We aspire to be the best version of yeah, ourselves. Yeah, that's not virtual and signaling, though, yeah. sir. That's just a question, you know, and you need to aspire to do something other than something that benefits yourself. That's all. If you want to say you're going to serve the country. The president is a service role. It's, Here, it's, not, it's not running a business. So here's the positive I'll give important. you. I think your message is powerful for young Americans across this country to hear. And that's no, what my I'm message take, is right for that's you. That's actually what Somebody I'm going to take from says, this. No, my, my message is for you because you're saying that people need to reach a certain yeah. level of service to be able to vote in the country that my ancestors fought and died for. So my message is not for you. See, I don't do visionary messages. I do direct straight shot. The host of straight shot, no chaser. My message for you is if you're going to require people to be a certain age to vote, you should have been able to meet that. My message for you is if you're going to say that if you can't do that, if you can't pass the test, then you need to be able to uh, provide 
provide service to your country. You should have been able My to provide service to My message to you is country. if you disagree with me, you don't have to vote for me, but I respect your view, and we need to actually yeah. have a country where we I, need oh, to have no, this debate in a way, with, in a way that doesn't personalize did it. That's all. I just wanted to point out the discrepancies on your platform versus what you've actually done, because what that do does matter. What I want for the country is I grew up in this country, and I want, I want to actually this, I want this lead the next generation to be proud. I want this for you. I appreciate you wishing that for me. And I'm in this because I actually want to give back to a country that, yes, has allowed me to succeed in it. And I want to and make I'll, sure that the next generation of Americans lives that same dream. Thank you very much. And as much. a veteran, I, I want that. you to be a leader and I want you to serve this country before you tell everybody else they got to serve it. That's all. We just all have right. a difference of opinion. I appreciate your opinion. Thank, Thank you. you. It's Vivek. Thank you. Did I say that right? Vivek. Ramaswamy. Yeah, it's Vivek Ramaswamy. You visit Vivek2024.com. You'll learn more about the campaign. And, and if the ideas speak to you, then come on and sign up. All right. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Appreciate it, guys. The Breakfast Club. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old <laughs> Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We have Trav here, our guest co-host, long-time listener. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something. Trav is wild. For breakfast, (laughs) Trav, I heard his order. He said, I want a beef sausage with a bagel. But I want them to put the beef sausage inside the bed. <laughs> <laughs> this guy right here, like, what the hell? <laughs> like, nobody believed that. That's crazy. I actually believe it. Look, it's right there <laughs> yeah. on the table. It's the table. It is over there. This guy is, like, I did I've never seen side. nobody do that ever in my life. That's crazy. This guy freaky, freaky frog. <laughs> freaky. Freaky frog. It's freaky frog. I, I, I just want to say, uh, freaky Kermit is crazy. Charlamagne, <laughs> somebody just tweeted us and said, "I, I f with the Breakfast Club, and I'm far from a homophobe." But DJ Envy and C the God, they're acting like a white frat voice right now. And, uh, and apparently they're bringing an Envy son as well. <laughs> no. Logan just want to be in the group Listen, chat. They're just excited. Logan trying to get in the group chat with me and Charlamagne, Logan right? Logan know where the oh. fun at, man. Oh, Logan <laughs> know where the fun at. I will not give, I will not allow him to. Not at all. Oh, no. Not y'all recruiting. <laughs> We're not recruiting. <laughs> Logan is 19 and he played football. He done seen man. some sus stuff in oh, the locker room. That is true. Like, he is, he done seen more than All enough. Right. enough. It's the Nyla segment. Oh. All right. Well, Nyla and Simone is here. You know, we do each and every Friday. We do Pass the Ox. And let's get into it. Go. Let's go. It's time for Pass the Ox with DJ Nyla. Yup. All right, so I know that Little Uzi dropped today, but I'm not going to do Little Uzi yet because I didn't have time to listen to it, and I want to listen to the tape. I respect it. 
All right, so boom, I'm going to start with Lies by Moneybag Yo featuring Friday. Friday ate this hook up, and I just love them two together. Tough tune, tough tune right there. I yeah. like that one. Okay. Yeah, he could have he, he thrown me on that. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Friday sounds too, man. Friday yep. got like a very uh, unique, soulful voice. His so voice, his, his, it always sounds like a sample. Yeah, he got a record yeah. with Chris Brown right now, too. That's dope. The Chris Brown record's great. He has another one coming that's fire, but also he just did his freshman XXL freestyle, and he brought a choir. That's dope. Yeah, so, like, so it's acapella, but you got them harmonizing back. It's just beautiful. Dope. So shout out to Friday. Shout out to Moneybag. The next one I'm going to go with is I'm Geeking Remix by DDG featuring Emily Chopper and Bia. I like that. I like that, uh, too. I was about to hop on that beat real quick. It's Who's that? You better stop, DDG. DDG? Yeah. Oh, DDG? Yeah. Oh, okay, Emily okay. Chopper and Bia. Yeah, Bia 8. In Elite 8, too, honestly. It's a, the, uh, the, uh, it's a great record. So that wasn't the record they was farting on, right? It is a record that they said they, they took out his lyrics and just put fart noises. No. Oh, I swear, online, yeah. You know them kids, you know, they, you know when I, whenever I don't like a record up here, I fart on it. Oh, okay. They were farting on Wait, it. Wait, they, they did the that record. to who? NLE Chopper? DDG. DDG. Oh, DDG. That record was tough. That record is tough. Yeah, that ain't the record to be giving ass gas to. I don't no. think so at all. Okay, and then lastly, I'm going to take it to the West Coast with Reason. He just dropped um, a music video for You Better right on time for the summer. I like it, but where to rap? Reason is a rapper's rapper. Well, that that was a hook, but he raps on it. It's yeah, I want to hear the rap. That's a little vibe, though. Yeah, salute to my guy Reason, man. TDE. Carson. What's happening? Absolutely. I like all your picks today, Nyla. Yeah, it's some good picks today. It's crazy you hated on Lil Uzi, but it's all good. No, you know, I didn't you hate just on said it. Yeah, nah, 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 it's that? crazy that you hate on the sassy savage Lil Uzi Philly zone with that pink tape. Yo, he though. dropped like has, a has anybody listened to the pink tape yet? Like Not anybody yet. in here? I listened nah, to I will nine do today. songs because it's like seventy-two songs. I, I, I did. Listen, I did listen <laughs> to the Nicki Minaj song. How you like it? Um, I did like it. I like the one part where she was talking about Natalie Nunn. Where she said, you know, she said, if I was. Natalie Nunn, you B still couldn't chin check me. I was like, okay, mm. okay. So that's still Nikki still trying to give about not trying, still out here. Just giving balls, giving balls. I listened to the Travis mm. one, but I was like, all right, it's too early for me to be trying. That's how I felt too. Yeah. I, was, I, I ain't gonna lie. I was, I, as soon as I put Uzi on, I got to like nine, ten songs. I'm like. It's too early for this, man. Yeah, man, I, I, I was trying right to get it to it. Taylor did not want to put it on for me this morning. Nah, it's too early. I need to, that's later on in the gym. But I do like that first song, uh, "Flooded Flooded the Face." I like "Amped." But like I said, I haven't dug all the way into it because it's 97 songs on it. I was yeah. clutching my pearls because I thought Drake was going to drop today, too. I'm like, it's just too much going on between Uzi and Drake. But Did you say clutching my pearls? I was clutching my pearls. <laughs> <You're serious? laughs> she, she got that damn bonnet on. <laughs> no, I, she giving grandma. No, I don't want to be somebody's grandma. Yo, so my hair, so so my hair appointment is today at 2. Thank you. And you know what? We can wrap it. So if you guys haven't already, <laughs> make sure you follow me on Instagram at Nyla Simone and make sure you guys download the Past the Ox playlist. It's getting pretty long, so I'm I'm trying to decide if I should make like a second playlist. Absolutely, part two. Part two. Throw me on there. We okay. might want to do monthly. You do a January playlist, a February playlist. Oh, because oh, do you do four a week. Oh yeah, you're right. That's it's just, it's getting really long, but I kind of like it because it's a good recap of the year. That's what, right. What mm. is what's been happening? But anyway, make sure you guys tap in, tap into everything. Amazon Music every Wednesday, um, and Amp Radio every Tuesday and Thursday, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. Big Nala. All right, when we come back, of course, we got the People's Choice Mix. We're going to get your request in, so don't move. Today, we're going to salute uh, Buster Rhymes, man. I want to just play a Buster Rhymes mix. Buster Bust. Yes, so we'll get to that. And Buster's never been up here, right? Uh, no. no, he zoomed in one time. I think it was during COVID. But he's never been up here. Didn't yeah, Buster body slam you one day or something like that? Jesus nah, Christ. Man, the story's not even coming I up today. Buster, I thought Buster might body slam nah, you like a long time ago. We don't got anything physical. Nah. I got love for Buster. We just had a little kerfuffle. Oh, okay. little t- talking back and forth. That's all. I knew, all right. I knew it was something like that. All right. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. 
Trav, we appreciate you for uh, holding us down. Nah, I appreciate well, you guys. Let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. We appreciate you for joining us this morning. <laughs> nah, I definitely held yeah. you guys down this morning. <laughs> I, I appreciate you guys for letting me come. Um, <laughs> it was a great experience. No, but the main reason I wanted to come because you no, know, this is the last day of Pride Month. Um, you know, honestly, man, just being here, bro, just being a listener and calling in, and you guys inviting me. This is like the only morning, like radio morning show that has probably done something like this is taking the listener and allowing them to actually co-host with you guys. This show the listeners out there that like, they, they really do appreciate their fans, bro, and appreciate but, but, their listeners. But it's very but, important to note, Trav, we know you. It's not like you just be calling in and we was just like, hey, come yeah. on up. No, no, well, he first started calling in and then we got to know him. Because Trav used to come around. Trav right. been to multiple events and right. you, you and Taylor are really cool. You and Taylor gotten really cool. I met Taylor through calling. Yeah, through yeah, calling. Call. So it wasn't talk, just like he just, we knew him and he, no, he, he's he been, started he's, as a caller and he's been uh, consistently calling. Properly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> In a lot of different ways. That's right. You know what I mean? Like we've seen Trav enough. Trav has come to enough events. Him and Taylor hang out. We know Trav ain't crazy. But well, this being the last day of Pride Month, I just want to say, um, you know, continue being yourself. Bump purses. You know, <laughs> man, just be yourself, though, man. Uh, I'm just glad that I was able to come out here and be with you guys, bro. I just need to do a show and stone to kiss and makeup and be I good. I don't know who that is. You keep yeah. saying that name, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, when we come back, positive notice to Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ NG, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for the positive note. Charlamagne, you got something for us? Before we do the positive note, I think we got to let the people know we're not going to be here next week. Yeah, next week we're on vacation. We're on vacation. It's 4th of July. You already know what time it is, you know? Yeah. We gone for the week. That's right. We'll be back uh, in, what, seven days? This is our... This is our summer reset. Right. We, yeah, we're forced to do that. It's our summer reset. You know what I mean? We don't really get another reset until the holidays. And, you know, we got a lot of things that... We got to solidify here on The Breakfast Club. What am I listening to now, man? I'll be listening to y'all every single day. We got best of shows. We got best of shows. We got best of shows. Interviews that we might not have put out that you'll see. And it sucks because um, I was supposed to do my car show this weekend, and we pushed it back a couple of weeks because of everything that's going on in the world today. So um, I didn't schedule a a vacation. So I'm going to be here. I ain't got nothing to do. Still got time? Huh? Still got time? Yeah. You got money? Where where we going? Mm. Bring me with you. Kids, I put the kids in camp and all that. So we going to be here. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm here. We out right now. Out. We out. <laughs> we out. Y'all enjoy your vacation. I'll be here. And this Word. nasty weather says it's gonna be nasty this week and rain and oh. Yeah, we, that, we I'm getting a tan. Yeah, we ain't got. We ain't gonna be worried about. I'll, that. I'll be. I'll, I'll be here too. <laughs> we ain't gonna be worried about that. Forget y'all. Okay, travel first class to change the fourth class. Okay. okay. Hey man, I can't wait to get to that life, man. Okay. I'm speaking into existence. God got something for me. Well, it's actually uh, extra leg room jet blue, but it's you know. <laughs> <laughs> now you making me want to go out. I might, I might now. They ain't packed the bags. We out of here. All right, I got you. Listen, no, uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That, that, wow. Stop messing with him. Wow. 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 Give us a, leave us on a positive. <laughs> the positive. The positive note is simply this, man. Salute to my good sister, uh, Nadra Tawab Glover. If y'all follow Nadra, y'all know she's amazing. Y'all read her books. But she put up five signs that you're growing. When you feel confident in your knowledge, you gracefully allow others to be wrong. Your faith in things working out kicks in faster than doubt. You consider your feelings and tone before conversations. You can feel and process your feelings most of the time without overreacting. And your mood is stable more Often, those are five signs that you're growing from Nadra Tawab Glover. Uh, eat, chew on those this holiday weekend. All right, enjoy. Y'all be cool. Peace. Breakfast Club, bitches. You all finish or y'all done? Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart. 
in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.